Am I doing the bonjour? <laughs> yeah. Bonjour! Welcome to another live stream edition of Cafe Day, Renee. James here, joined once again by Jonah and the star of the show, Mr. Renee Dupree. Renee, bonjour. Madames et messieurs, je vous souhaite le bienvenue au Carnival. How you guys doing? Huh? Doing good. This is my first time seeing James shave, and it's uh, it's pretty don't scary. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's growing back soon. <laughs> oh, what's new and exciting? Well, the question everyone's asking is, "Where's Paul?" So you'll be finding yes. that real soon. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, joining us, uh, joining us. Uh, please hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't. I promise I ain't been drinking yet. Um, <laughs> but as for news, a uh, few headlines, Renee. I don't know if you come across some. Um, one of the big talking points from the last couple of days was uh, Kurt Angle. He spoke about on his uh, podcast, the Kurt Angle Show, that Brock Lesnar almost joined him in TNA in 2007. Oh, really? And um, he uh, asked Kurt, how much was you making? And I think Kurt was on seven figures. Um, Kurt was the highest paid wrestler in TNA, and just below him was probably Sting. And then you had like, the originals, who was probably on five, maybe six figures. Um so Brock Lesnar said to uh, Kangle, um, if you can get me the same deal as you, I'll join. And Kurt went to the uh, Carter family and said, right, if you pay Brock this much, he will join us. And they just refused to pay it. No shit. Uh, can you imagine what TNA would have been like getting Brock Lesnar, who was still in his pro he's, he's still great now, but a, a lot younger Brock Lesnar in his prime and what that would have done for the ratings. I don't know. Because they had Hogan, they had Bischoff, they had everybody else there, Flair. So who knows, right? Uh, Hogan and Bischoff, unfortunately, killed TNA. <laughs> that was the problem. Oh. Yeah, but when they went, when they were on the show, that's when their highest ratings were, right? Yeah, they went head-to-head um, -head with Raw. I think... Um, I think they got like a 1.4. I think they're up to 1.5, 1.6. But uh, everyone, they have arrived. The T-shirts are here. So everyone who ordered T-shirts, they're on their way. And anybody wants to order, just go on the Shopify, put in your order, and they'll be sent out ASAP. And this is I my favorite. Dupree, too tough to die. Yes. It's a good Christmas game. I am a Ramones fan. Can you see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I was thinking where you got that style from. There. So everybody wore a t-shirt. They're um, they're on their way. I sent them all out today. So, um, yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar did well okay for himself. I don't think that TNA, the lack of TNA run affected his uh, pocketbook any. Yeah. It just would have been interesting how he went over in 2007. He would have been, I mean, a lot of the people he ended up having feuds with, but like years later, but he could have been having a feud with like a Samoa Joe who was in his prime. And like, because Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe, they was getting some of the highest rated segments matches uh, during this period in TNA. And a lot of people say 
2007, 2008 was the glory years of TNA. That's where it all stood out in these great matches and bad interest. And it would have been just interesting had Brock Lesnar been in that position. And I also said to Jonah the other night, they also tried to get Paul Heyman in. I don't know if this was like maybe a year after, but Paul Heyman's sticking point was that he wanted full creative control and they just wouldn't give that to him. So, you know, you, you saw yourself what Paul Heyman done as the head writer of SmackDown in 2002 when he had like a Brock Lesnar on the roster. You can only imagine what that team would have done in TNA with Paul Heyman having full creative. I think he gives certain people too much credit there, James. Really? Really. Yes. Uh... Carl, I'm just reading the uh, Carl Harnahan. Yes, your mug and T-shirt was sent out today, but um, yeah. As far as Paul Heyman as a booker, I don't know. Did you ever work with him, James? Well, no, I just watched it on TV. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Why is everyone saying I'm thick tonight, by the way? <laughs> I noticed that well, comment. The thing is, like, in the UK, thick means, like, fat. <laughs> um, well, no, thick means stupid, sorry. Well, the thickness, oh. I think, in America means, like, I don't know, <laughs> got a big ass, thick? which is true. <laughs> so that, like no, that usually looking. means when a girl is thick, she's got, like, a robust and big-bootied and, right? Am I right, Jonah? Oh, I've got big tits. That, that would be correct, Renee. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm trying to so get you this take that as a compliment. Your tip, James. Oh, yeah. yeah, for everyone watching, I'm trying to get these. These we got some good clips tonight. I think yes, we're just we gonna do. have to pull them straight from straight from YouTube the old-fashioned way. Let me know when you want to get one of those up, Renee. Um. Well, we got a super chat first. Let me go get my pen and paper. I'll be right back. <laughs> So, Jonah, Renee doesn't agree, but would you have been interested in the Brock Lesnar-Paul Heyman combo in TNA? Paul Heyman um, in TNA, I think just because TNA had so much creativity, right, in, like, its early days, it would have been interesting to see him, like, work with those little pieces. Like, the what was that one match they had? The um, uh, You know what I'm talking about. Their, the, uh, like, Fun House. Was it a Fun House or something like that? Oh, with, um, uh, Jeff, Jeff Returned. Like yeah, clock, like clockwork orange or something like Raven, that, right? yeah, 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 just like little things like that. I think would have been interesting to see, but uh, Brock and TNA, I can't even imagine. I think I was saying to you, it's just it's wild to like, like what Renee said, it didn't affect him, it became like probably the biggest uh, one, right? That WWE has right now, so I can't even imagine him in TNA, but it would have been interesting for sure, yep. right? So we've got a super chat here, uh, Jonah Devine. Uh, Renee, have you ever been in a mosh pit before? I'd, oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to send that clip over to you. Um, I did the French tickler in the <laughs> mosh pit uh, at Download Festival this year. Yeah, I forgot to send the clip to you, Renee. <laughs> this guy sent you a clip of him doing the French tickler. Oh, I'll find it. It's on Instagram. He does the French tickler in the mosh pit on Download did Festival. Did he get knocked the fuck out? <laughs> no, he's done, he's done quite well, to be honest. <laughs> That's great, dude. Uh, have I ever been in Mosh Pit? Uh, don't think I have, no. I went to a rave once when I was like 16, 15. That was something I'd never want to do again. But uh, no, 
but it's never too late, right? I know uh, Metallica is coming to Montreal for the first time since the big riot. They were here back in the 90s with Guns N' Roses. And that's when um, James Hitful got set on fire by the pyro. And he burnt wow. like three quarters of his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Axe Rose refused to go on because his throat hurt. And then the, yeah, the, the Montreal fans went crazy and started fucking rioting. And they caused like hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage to the city of Montreal. Yeah. So anyway, Metallic's coming back this summer for a two-day event, August 11th and 13th. And uh, I've never seen Metallica live, and I really want to go see it. So, would you uh, would you hit the first tickler right now in the mosh pit? Um, probably not. But probably not. Probably not. But hats out to that guy who did it. Please, you gotta yes. send me that clip. So I can I'll send you a clip, and we'll uh, post it on the on the next live stream. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So, uh, something I, did, I forgot to mention, and a few people's mentioned it in the comments. Uh, Barry Windman's uh, unfortunately had a heart attack. Yeah, I, I see you. Was that? He's, I think he's in the ICU at the minute. Yeah, yeah. He was an agent for a short time there. Was, was he? Yeah. They hired him, uh, but his heart wasn't into it. He didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, but uh, he was a cool dude. But yeah, best wishes go out to him, and I hope he pulls through. They said that when he was a worker, they said that he didn't care about working out. He just turned up and he, you know, wrestled, and that was it. He didn't like work out a lot. They said. Well, you could tell by his physique, he didn't lift weights. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was naturally a good worker, but just, you know, didn't take it too seriously, right? So, but I, I think he was an NWA champion, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, I think it was a short. I think it was a short run. Like he rather won it off Flair, or he lost it to Flair, vice versa. But um, it's one of them mm-hmm. two. I think he lost it to Flair. But um, yeah, he was NWA champion, and um, like I said, talented in the ring. But they said that he didn't really care about working out. And had he did, he could have been like the next big guy. Right. He's always uh, one of wrestling's biggest what ifs to me. Is uh, Magnum TA. Yeah, he got in his uh, car accident there and yeah. fucked himself up. You ever meet him? Nope. Never mind. I think we got some more Super Chats, right? We do. Dale, thank you. Uh, Renee, your thoughts on Viscera's humping finish in oh, 2005? <laughs> yeah. What was that called? The Visagra? <laughs> I'm really shocked that you remember that name. Yeah. I had to fucking take that fucking thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was I was not a fan at all. Mm. World's largest love machine. Yeah. Whose not. idea was that? <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh I forgot to mention I've actually reached out to Brian Gerwitz today. Oh, did you reach him? Yeah. I've like I left a message on Twitter. A few people's liked it and stuff, so hopefully he sees it. So uh, everyone in the comments in the chat, if you want to see Brian Gerwitz on the show, uh, tweet him. <laughs> Tell him to come on Cafe Day. Renee would love to have him. Yeah, I know every everyone was talk. Everyone still is about the Rock versus Roman and how it's being talked about. And he put up. Did you see that tweet he put up, James? Brian Gerwitz. It was like 
He was like oh, things that things that were talked about in my time at WWE. And it was like the most ridiculous things that that never happened. Do you remember what any of them were, James? I'm like, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Um, you were a Loki. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going to be pictured as the Undertaker's long lost son. Right. <laughs> you know Loki, don't you, Renee? Never met him, but I know of him. Yeah. Yeah. How would you see that yeah. working out? Him being Taker's son. I got a story from him from all Japan. So uh, he's like incredibly talented, but like incredibly difficult to work with from what I hear. And uh, he was in all Japan. And uh, you guys know Aki Bono, the big uh, sumo wrestler? Yeah. Right. So Loki was trying to teach him how to do a tackle. And like, there's like, there's a place like, like there's a time and place to teach people and try to, you know what I mean? Voice your opinion and shit. And that wasn't it. And I think from what I heard, Aki Bono kicked the living shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Anyway. He got into like a heated fight at a WrestleCon this past WrestleCon in Texas. He was in the main event. It was uh homicide and him versus um, Briscoes. And it was a really good, uh, great tag match. I loved it, but a good 10 minutes of the beginning of the match, this fan, and I don't know if it was what was up with it, but it seemed very genuine. And afterwards we even saw Loki and he was like, yeah, I don't know what his problem was, but he got in like a very heated argument, got in this guy's face, almost got him kicked out. And then he said, bring him on back, bring him on back. And everyone cheered, but it was, uh, it was wild. There's a lot of videos of that. I don't know if you saw that, but it was, it took up a portion of the WrestleCon event. Yeah, it was crazy. Also he's jacking with the guy on the outside. Like with a yeah, fan in the front row. I, I think the fan was cursing him out. I like kept over and over again, and eventually Loki just lost. And even it's funny because you know it's crazy when Homicide even was on the apron. He was he was the peacekeeper. He was like, "What's going on? Like, what? We, why are we doing this for?" It was great. Right. <laughs> Homicide's a good guy. I'd like to get him on the show. That would be cool. I might have a hook. I never met him either. Tyler just interviewed no. him. Or oh, wait, I might have met him at a Ring of Honor show one time. But never really, you, know, you meet so many guys, you know, unless you travel in a car with a guy and stuff, you don't really know somebody else. Right? So, uh, back back to, oh uh, yeah, we'll answer the super chat and we'll uh, do the next question. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Me, Paul. That is funny. Just one kiss. That's all it takes. You just need one kiss <laughs> to make everybody happy. Although there's three of you, so I'd have to do a kiss, kiss, kiss for each of you. Looking good, Paul. Oh, man. That is looking good. That's that's bad. That's a bad <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's going on, fellas? I'm sorry. What's it? What's new and exciting? Oh, you know, different shit, different day. Well, we're no, so it's happy you know, back. it's been way too long. It has. It's been a long time. I uh, forgot what you guys looked like. Well, you can but, see what James looked like without a yeah, beard. Yeah, seen James shave. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, you almost look like Paul Walter Hauser. Uh, 
Stingray. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a compliment. A compliment. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Big compliment. Compliment. <laughs> this is the side with the headsets on. You guys over there. Well, do you not use a microphone at all, Renee? What do you use? Let's find out your technology, since it's always a topic a of discussion. Laptop. I bought a brand new laptop, so I think it. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, it works for itself. We should send you a flashlight, so you can just put it under your chin, like you're telling ghost stories or something, and people can stop bitching about the lighting. You did. <laughs> I think you're just in time for some more super chats, bud. Oh man! Well, I mean, I timed this shit perfectly. You're Come perfect, on. Perfect. Perfect. Welcome back, Rex. Uh, Chris Jericho refused to get abducted by aliens because they won't put him in the main event, so he demanded Paul London get abducted instead. That's fine. I'd rather be abducted by aliens and... Well, you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see Fire in the Sky? I have. Did you ever see that movie? It's good, yeah. right? I like it. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so frustrating anytime you see a like an alien movie and like I think one of the biggest alien disappointment films was Signs. Um, yes. Not just for the fact that aliens that are deathly afraid of water would infiltrate a planet that's ninety percent water, but that's uh, besides the point. But but then when they show the aliens, they looked like the stereotypical little alien like you would get a toy out of the gumball machine you know it's like the i think the only thing is they weren't like neon green but yeah aliens are everywhere man are you kidding me jericho seems like he's already been abducted there's one right there <laughs> uh is he like if, so. if jonah's an alien then we're all aliens man yeah, yeah no, he's way yeah, too smart to be immortal <laughs> Did you hear the nope. theory about signs that it's not aliens, they're actually demons? I didn't hear that. Wait, either. hold on. What? Yeah, there's a theory like the aliens and signs ain't aliens, they're actually demons. Like okay, someone now made we're a big... getting into some conspiracies here, guys. Oh no, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> it's Shut, not real. Down. Shut him down. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> well no, that's the theory, and that's why they're scared of water, and that's why they didn't realize it because they came from the ground up. Some shit like that. So demons make crop circles? Get well, fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's the demons it's not make... my fairy. Is that someone else's? <laughs> I just remember it. I, I think the demons are for devil. I think that that's the Shyamalan demon movie. That and The Happening. Uh, actually, that. actually, our next question is going to be really good, Paul, because one of our fellow comrades, well, I don't think he's really our, one of our comrades, but one of our mutual acquaintances made his return to American television on Rampage. We'll bring that up. Really? Yeah. Bring that up. Uh, not that one, but thought sometimes. I was about to say, I was like, Tomko is on Rampage? That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's, it's actually Tomko. <laughs> I still won't watch partner. it, but. <laughs> it's Tomko's old partner in OVW. Okay. I'm this question. Thoughts on Tyson Tomko? Always like the guy. Um, yeah, same uh, here. He had a lot of demons that he he persevered and pulled through, and I'm proud of him for that because he was in a dark, dark place there for a while. But he's doing very well now in Florida. Is he really? What's he doing? Is he just like um, I like just a muscle? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I just figured he was like the hired muscle for like a 
fashion family or something. I don't know. Some sort of well, he, used be, he used to be the bodyguard. He used to be the bodyguard for Limp Bizkit, right? Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And Saliva, too, I think, right? Oh, he was, wouldn't surprise me. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. Good guy. Tough exterior. Cozy interior. I don't know what the hell I was saying. <laughs> nice guy, though. Like, oh, did you get a haircut? I did. I had to... Oh. I had to change my. I I had shaved too last week, um, and I shaved my face. Uh, but yeah, that uh, <laughs> that was yeah. Well, like a week, a week ago, I think my hair grows pretty fast. So, you Is know, I can't look back anymore. No, I'm I'm grooming a a, a pristine mullet right now. Though I'm, it's <laughs> it's the early. Early stages. Um, now, sometimes you have to kind of alter things if you're trying to get a a job to look like a cop or a authority figure. You can't go in there looking like Charles Manson, mm. um, you know. So well, you're still handsome as Charles Manson. <sighs> oh, thanks, man. I could sing just as well too. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, okay, your hair is long that. right now, isn't it? You got the ponytail going, don't you? I'm actually thinking about cutting my hair too. What's the okay? I was gonna say, what's the shortest you've had it? But then I remembered early on you had pretty clean cut look. When I was in all Japan. I shaved it bald. No, what? Any no. pictures? Yeah, I was about to say. I've never. I can't imagine you bald yeah, or sure like you shaved find, head. You can, I'm sure you can find it on uh, Google. You have to work on it now. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. The picture I got above Ray was great. the uh, the now. Okay, but where is that? Uh, where is that question uh, about? Uh, oh yeah. Our acquaintance there. Uh, there he is. Wait, what? Mordecai appeared on Rampage. As what? As, as Kevin. Kevin okay, as Kevin. Was it as Kevin Thorne or was it as Kevin Fertig? He looked like Kevin Thorne. But he put he a bit of timber on. Is Thorn not the uh, not the owned name? Oh right. I don't know. Like I just know Kevin? that he was there, but it was a Kevin Thorn gimmick. That's like the vampire. Yeah. Did he drink anyone's blood or bite I anybody? Watch, I didn't watch it. I just saw him <laughs> making it. I just saw, saw a picture there. of his entrance. That was it. Well, that's cool. I mean. I Unless mean, something. He's a game changer, bro. Who isn't there, right? Um, yeah, I mean, at least he looks credible, you know, and doesn't just look like he works at the mall. So that's got to be a nice change up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I always like the guy. I think he's a pretty successful real estate agent. Yeah, that's right here. Right that's now, right. or something. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, cool. Who do you, who do you work with? Anybody that we would recognize? I think he just did a lumberjack. They had a lumberjack match, and he just came out as a lumberjack. What? Oh, so they didn't wrestle. Well, he was. Yeah, I don't know. Lumberjack Thorn. I mean, if I'm gonna have a vampire on my show, 
I think, yeah, I think Lumberjack. I think that's what a vampire would be into, cutting down trees and throwing guys back in the ring. And Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> what? Well, HBK's lazy eye did ask it. Oh, oh, see, it looks good. What's, Damn, he looks... Fuck, who is he next to, a midget? Yeah, I was like, does he have a pet? What is that? <laughs> That was uh that just shows like how small the wrestlers are now. That's what I'm saying. At least he looks like he, he looks like a star. Yeah, you know, he looks he looks like someone who can kick your ass. But he looks like he had a like a lady boy or something next to him. That's what it looked like. Oh uh, anyway, maybe here's he, the question, maybe, dude. He's from, from Thailand. Kevin Thorne. Renee and Paul, any Mordecai stories and why do you think he was killed off after a month of working on Undertaker? Because it sucked. That's Stake why. through the heart, garlic, sunlight. Um, take your pick. I don't, you know. <laughs> how else do you kill a vampire? That's got to be frustrating too, you know. As a performer, you're getting ready to go out, and you go to like check and look in the mirror, and you can't even see yourself. Like Jesus, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how a vampire looks so cosmetically appealing. <laughs> they must, right? The the lady well, boy. Seen, you seen Friday night? They had Jerry. Oh yeah. Was it Jerry? No, true. Billy. Billy was his handler. Jerry was the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> was Billy a human or a ghoul? By the way. Hey, you're the demon expert. You knew that well, science had demons. In it. Yeah, you, well, you knew that science was about demonology. I mean. Well, back to we're back to the aliens. Gang- anyway. Gangrel is the best vampire character, right? When he first came on board, like the the goblet, the blood, the music, the strut, like all the the look, everything was awesome. You know, yeah. I thought that's still one of my favorite theme songs is a uh, Gangrel or the Brood. You know, however you want to look at it, but yeah. you know, not uh, that I don't think Mordecai comes off as a vampire, but. We'd have to see his lumberjacking, his his lumberjacking skills. Well, didn't they try to bring back Gangrel when Kevin Fawn was in ECW with Ariel? They tried to bring back Gangrel, but something happened where he didn't end up coming back. All I remember when they did bring back Gangrel for a, you know a cup of blood was uh, they they used the Rey Mysterio like elevator. Entrance thing because that's he was using that obviously before probably he had a difference. Arm, right? Yeah, they they torched him like he yeah. his whole arm got singed like really bad. Wow. And I don't like to me. I would think that's a reason to keep somebody on. Like, oh, no, don't sue us. Uh, we're gonna yeah, yeah legends deal. Give him a legends deal. <laughs> um, Hall of Fame. Uh, but but yeah, but then he was gone all of like pretty quickly, and I thought that's that's not a good move. He should have stayed. He would have added a lot to the show. Uh, so Rex back with the aliens. Uh, Paul, did you see the article of Chris Jericho saying he was abducted by aliens to explain time displacements? No, I didn't. I don't. What is all this? Alien Jericho nonsense. Is he? I mean, obviously he's not being serious, right? Time yeah, displacement. And say something that he got abducted by aliens. Like, yeah, that was it. 
That's what he said? Yeah. Because he got anally probed or like what's the what's the connection? I don't I don't know, man. I think I think he's middle aged and CT is kicking in, dude, big time. I think I don't give a flying fuck about anything Jericho has done. So <laughs> there's your answer. <laughs> yes. And I uh did he I, uh, take his belt into a steakhouse and lose it again? Or did he like I mean Oh yeah, that's what happened, right? He took his belt and tried to get a free meal. It was the alien. The aliens took it, yeah. And he's probably getting paid like a hundred thousand dollars a week. Next next question. <laughs> what was Naki like to work with? Seems like a great uh, guy. So selfish, just so egotistical. I mean, everything's about him. Every spot is, you know, to get him over. Uh, just really arrogant. Well, no. We're talking about Funaki, not Jericho, bro. <laughs> guys here. Funaki is the epitome of the people, the kind of people you you hope and want to work with. Yeah, because extremely generous. No ego whatsoever. Not a bad ego, I should say. Everybody has an ego, but he, he was just extremely, always extremely kind. I saw him a few months ago. I did a seminar at his school in San Antonio. He's one of the co-owners with uh, Chris Marvel, the hybrid, <laughs> hybrid school pro wrestling in San Antonio. And a great facility. They have like four rings. And I mean, it's really awesome. And they have really solid training. They get a lot of guys on tryouts and stuff like that but uh yeah funaki's awesome he's the kind of person who you know you can't look at him and not smile or be put in a better mood because i don't know that i ever witnessed him angry or pissed off you know he's never a shit talker he's not like a shitster stays out of the drama he's you know he'll be open to listening to it he's he you know it's not like he's He's, he can be entertained with that kind of shit like the rest of us. But, um, yeah, I couldn't say enough good things about him. He's great. Ditto. Awesome guy. Right? Right. Did you say that uh, Regal's leaving AEW? He's going back to WWE. I had seen a quote that I couldn't tell if that was, like, actually him or not about the, the difference in maturity levels and professionalism or something. Oh, that was easy so for you said it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but but that was like hearsay that he had heard that, right, or something along those lines. Yeah. And well, uh, one of the um, dare she writers uh, put out like message saying he's looking forward to going back to WWE, working with Triple H again because they're good friends, which they are good friends. And sure. he felt like the AEW locker room didn't listen to him. Well, um, former guest really? of the show, Bra- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. responded to it. And um, Brian Pillman Jr., when we had him on the show, I felt like he was so frustrated with AEW and he just wanted to say so many things, but he wasn't allowed. But he responded in the tweet saying, not all of us ignore these advice. There was people like myself and some others who would listen or, you know, watch him or watch uh, Brian Danielson. So I think there is some truth to it that people didn't pay attention to Regal. 
Oh, I believe it. I mean, we're talking about, sadly, a generation that they're not all like, you know. I mean, wasn't that the same thing with the the cowboy guy who, like, they, like, he wouldn't listen to people or take advice or wasn't, like, open to taking advice from veterans or something? And, and again, like, we're not trying to say that all veterans have golden advice, but they have years and years and they have longevity and they have experience and you should be able to learn something from them, even if it's what not to do in my case. Right. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I would think, and I would hope that a guy like Brian Penland Jr. would just know that, you know, here are these resources. Like we should try to learn something and at least use these resources that are available to us to try and better ourselves. But sadly, that's not the predominant mindset, apparently, with the current crop of uh, know-it-alls. Well, that's the thing as well, because AW, besides MJF, there's not too many great promos in that company. And this company's got Jake Snake Roberts on the books. If you was a young wrestler, surely to God, you'd be sat around Jake 24-7 picking his brain how to do a promo because Jake's one of the greatest promos of all time. Yeah. But you know, when you look, I agree, I completely agree with you, but when you look at uh, William Regal or Jake Roberts, do you really think these guys play video games? Yeah. No. So what could they possibly teach these guys? You know, I mean, what, how, what, what, what can they do in call of duty? Nothing. What can they do in world of Warcraft? Nothing. Exactly. So they're fucking useless, bro. I watch UFC, all right? I know how to fight. You'll never forgive me for that. <laughs> <laughs> James, did you start that? Yeah, because I like UFC. So Paul's been ridiculing me ever since. <laughs> no. If James will ground you and pound you. Okay? And I'll be standing there watching him and saying, yeah, bro, triangle choke that motherfucker. Damn right. Oh. Yeah. All right. What's the next super chat? Oh, I'm getting hot. The Dark Knight Returns. Thank you. <laughs> Were you guys backstage when Dis the Diva happened? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. You have to elaborate, Dark, right? Dark Knight Returns. Or do you guys know? I actually don't know. I think uh, the Diva Search. Please elaborate. It's probably a segment Just, during the Diva Search, but I don't specifically yeah. remember it. Isn't oh, that pretty so much? They had to each other down or something. That was probably like one of their contest things. Probably. <laughs> one of their contests. Yeah, I did not watch the Diva Search. I didn't give a fuck about that. That's like Diva. some writer who had like just watched 8 Mile or something. He's like, oh my God, these rap battles. <laughs> Just the diva. Oh, this is uh, oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Yeah, gonna get a promotion. Yeah, it has to get approved um, by one guy. Just the diva. There's that wrestling alliteration as well. Yeah, I don't know. I imagine it was a highly successful segment. So much so that that we can't even been... remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought just the diva was like taking a dump in their luggage or something. Isn't that usually how that goes? Or <laughs> uh, 
Ryan, you got mad. Ryan, you got mad at one of those girls. And uh, remember that fake baked tanning lotion? Oh, I thought that like, was the thing. I thought he like took a dump in there. No, no, it was the fake baked tanning, like tanning something. Oh, I was that like, that I can't shit, see like, Randy taking. Anyways, yeah. But that shit, like, once it gets on, like, clothes, you, you can't get it out. I know because I used to use a lot of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she. That's so from, ridiculous. She was from LA, and she probably had all that designer fucking clothing and probably ruined everything right i remember you know the same girl was dating jindrak jindrak hooked up with her okay yeah i think i remember that yeah Yeah, she was hot but she was a little cuckoo she she was along with like the lips that had lips right (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. and the ass that had ass also had lips i think (laughs) <laughs> next question Salvatore oh. thank you Paul does excessive force rank above perfect weapon in your best movies list those two are easily in my top three I agree they're both top three it's top three of what though I guess just like renegade Maybe. cop Exit. I mean, that's that's generous. I do love both films. Perfect Weapon. You get the awesome uh, Mel Gibson, Gary Busey fight scene. Excessive Force is just a real gem, though. I mean, I think they're both fantastic, but Perfect Weapon is uh, well known. And what is Renee? What's he doing there? Smelling the shirt? Hey, dude, I got like a thousand <laughs> of these fucking things. I just gotta get rid Run of them. Away. <laughs> I just gotta Run get away. rid of them. <laughs> I mean, Excessive Force is awesome, and I think people should look it up, especially fans of Cobra Kai, because Thomas Ian Griffith wrote it, and obviously he's the star of it, but it has like a real star-studded cast, and like Tony Todd, yeah. uh, Burt Young, Lance Henriksen, um, I can't remember the actor's name, who was the punk in uh, Critters 2 with the leather jacket, but... uh yeah, it's just a really good. It's a it's a fun action movie, you know. Dreams Earl Jones. Yeah. So yeah. one is, yeah, great films. He has good taste. <laughs> Very good. Renee's like, I don't give a flying <laughs> movie bullshit. I don't know you guys. We're over three hundred people in the chat. Looking Ooh. good, boys. Looking real good. Thank you. Dissing real good, boys. Dissing real good. <laughs> Just realized Paul was a champion most his WWE run. Joined WWE in 2003, won the tag title in 04, Cruiserweight in 05, Tag World 06, 07, left in 08. That's an interesting way to put it. Thank you, champ. I feel like I was the uh, undefeated champion of being in the doghouse. Uh, Yeah, I guess that is interesting. That's funny. You would think a guy who's been most of his run would be on the alumni list but are you not yeah Nathan, you're not listed on there? um yeah we're, am, I not, am i not on there either no i remember when <laughs> I, I remember when i interviewed you and i was i was trying to find like a picture to use mm-hmm. and i thought oh there's normally some pretty good like pictures on the alumni list that's what i normally do and yeah you're not on there <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble renee two-time tag team champions. <laughs> we're part of an elite group uh Oh, like well. the excessive force. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
Actually, Paul, I got an interesting phone call. I'm gonna WhatsApp you and talk to you about it. Not live. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck these fans. Just you and me, James. Oh man. Rick Flair's last doobie. Thank you. Listening to past pods at work today and was laughing at the thought of Paul in giant Gonzalez suit, arms outstretched, eyes wide, job and dudes. Yeah, that would have been such a great storyline. I mean, that was like my real, uh, that, that would have been really just the, the feather in the cap for my career there. Um, it's sad, especially because the whole thing was very Teen Wolf inspired. And every storyline I pitched had some sort of moral thread in it that I, you know, I was like, it's like, you know, at the end, well, I don't know, I guess G.I. Joe is just pretty cut and dry PSAs at the end of every episode, but every storyline that I pitched, not that I pitched a whole lot of storylines because you can only get turned down so many times and you just realize like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, but you know, that would have been a fun one. Just the whole, you have the talent. You always had it. It's not in the suit. It's like, no, it's the suit. It's helping me win. And uh, Regal was actually, I had him written in on that storyline as well as being like this guy who was paying off all these wrestlers to like take the fall for me while I had on this giant Gonzalez suit so that I would in my head think that I was, you know, it's kind of like Smeagol in the ring. Um. So, what could have been? Who knows, though? Maybe I will create my own giant Gonzalez suit. I have to change the name, of course. But I just, a bodysuit with a lot of fur patches on it and fake muscles sounds like a lot of fun still to wear that. So, yeah, that's right? what I want to wear. Right? Just a yeah. big old bush. Because I don't want to work out anymore. <laughs> Well, that, well that, hey, that makes two of us, man. I've already yeah. stopped like a year ago. <laughs> Have you not lifted weights in a year? I mean, I've lifted things, but... Uh, like, I actually go to a gym and lift weights. It's It's been a little while. It hasn't been. It's been within within six months, but it's not my favorite activity. Um, I don't know, man. I think... I was just thinking about this yesterday, just how agoraphobic I've become. And that I just, I don't like to be around big groups of people, especially people as inconsiderate as weightlifters, you know, who it's like, if they're not hoarding a bunch of dumbbells or plates or like machines, like I'm on that, bro. I'm on that too. Don't even <laughs> think about it, bro. I'm, I'm using that. I got another set. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, like fuck this place. Or they're walking around barefoot. Like, what can you answer that to me, Renee? Being an expertise of physique, du build. Um, why do? What is with this trend of deadlifts and squat racks and stuff? Barefoot. Like, doing yeah, barefoot or in socks? In socks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you? I don't know. I don't. That's probably one of the trends that's happening in the fitness. It's the stupidest. I I pray every time I see that that something will like will get dropped on their feet and just smash their feet into powder. Hey, um, you, last time we were in the gym, did you see any bit like 
videotape or record their 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 sets. Oh yeah, and I get reprimanded. I get I I get told I can't. I'm not allowed to jump rope. If I want to jump rope, I have to go outside onto the sidewalk. I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding? But this idiot can walk around in his socks or in the flip flops. Um, and these people are recording themselves, just like uh, wiping sweat off their brow or something. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't well, know. Maybe it's for their YouTube channels or whatever because they're influencers. Oh, uh, TikTok. That's where they'll post it. Is yeah. that where it's at? Yeah. yeah, someone actually asked us if we got a TikTok channel. I said not yet. We should start one. We should. Yeah, I don't like. I think, TikTok. yeah, we should just all just take videos of ourselves at the gym <laughs> and put it on our. T- that'll be the whole channel for us. We'll just be. I'm sure if I would have kept up with it like hardcore like I was, maybe I'd probably be one of those people, but I'm not as hardcore as I used to be. Well, again, that just goes to show the the kind of climate that everyone's in now where if you were to be recording yourself, which is clearly what all these idiots use as an excuse, like, oh, I'm watching my forum. It's like, oh, I'm sure. That's why you're fucking posting it right away before you even start your next set and uh it's just that constant need for you know validation and oh you're doing great oh you you know but then you always have these people that are like oh your form could be better right here yeah (laughs) like like, i don't want anybody watching me working yeah Yeah, i honestly like can you see me lifting this sub sandwich to my mouth is that how's the form (laughs) I, i saw someone post a video and he's just like a little uh, gym junkie. And he said, this is how I lift compared. And this is new and improved compared to how Arnold Schwarzenegger used to lift. And you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's lifting it correctly. And I'm like, yeah, one guy's an eight-time Mr. Olympia. The other guy's just someone that hangs around the gym. I know <laughs> who I would rather, you know, watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guy in socks. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Uh, Barry Wyndham just took a massive heart attack. Did you hear about that? That is the weirdest way to state that. He just took a massive heart attack? He just had a massive heart attack. I don't know if you had a question earlier. My brain goes like this. I was like, is that the different... Is that Canadian for take a dump? Like, I don't understand. Well, he just just had a massive... Did you work with him at all when you were in... uh, he was an agent. No, guy. yeah, I, I might, I feel like I met him a few times, but I don't have any recollection of working together from like a producer standpoint, especially not from like in ring standpoint. Um, I think I did see him in in the woods outside my house a few times, um, all camo. Uh, but um, yeah, I I couldn't tell if it was him actually. So, what was his gimmick? Was it the predator or the, the widowmaker? The sto- no, what a- no, the stalker. The stalker. It was just, stalker. It was just called the stalker. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why so many guys get caught when they're stalking people is because you can fucking see them. You know, if they had camo paint, camo on, you know, and they were in, like, covered in leaves, can't catch them. I just cannot catch them. <laughs> <laughs> took a heart attack from him. I'm sure um, he has from the Heart Foundation a couple times. Did they ever from work? Poor, from poor diet, high cholesterol. God. Gave it to him. That's gonna anyway, be all my, day, my days are numbered. I was about to say. Yeah, you're on your way out, you're on this, your way out. This, 
this side of the of the screen is the heart attack. James and I. <laughs> oh no, I'm up there too, pal. Okay, Jonah, you need to catch up. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I gotta start eating some red meat, diet, James. Eating, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad for you. No, it's not. I absorb the beast's powers when I eat it. <laughs> Wait, have you have you seen that guy, the Liver King? Has anyone here seen that? Yes, yeah, like yes, eleven thousand dollars a month on steroids. Like I can't even comprehend. Oh like, well, he denies he's on them though. He says there's no. Well, he came clean. He came. Oh, he did. Oh, I missed yeah. that part. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah wow, yeah. that's but wild. So he eleven thousand dollars a month. Like I can't. How the fuck? On he steroids really... or on meat. On steroids, like if he's spending eleven thousand dollars a month, he should look like fucking Mr. Olympia. Like he should be right up there next to like Andy Coleman. And it's funny that you say that because he really went from one end of the spectrum to the other. Because like not even two months ago, I think he was on a couple of podcasts. He did some rounds, and he he vehemently was no steroids, completely clean, and now he's like actually eleven thousand dollars. That's that's like a crazy jump. To admit no, that. there wow. was this YouTuber, a Canadian called, uh, he has a channel called More Plates, More Dates or some shit. Okay. And yeah, he pretty much exposed him and called him out on his bullshit. You got to check him out, Paul. It's Liver King. What's, what was his monthly bill on meat? That's what I'm curious about. Well, apparently he ate nothing raw. Caveman diet where he ate like raw liver and yeah, lifted weights okay. all day. Yeah, big Liver... Beer. Is one of the most disgusting things I've ever tried in my life. Like, there he is, right there. Look at that guy. Okay, he looks like his maniac. They're like implants. I think they are. They might be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who else had ad implants? What did that? Like over here, we call it paparazzi, but there was like this Aussie bloke, and he had like all like blue or green hair, and he had ab implants. But the thing was, he, he had the same physique as me, so he looked like a ninja turtle. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, implants. That's pretty cool look, though. What was he like a TikTok? That's a pretty cool look. Please tell no, me he no, had a um, shell implant. Well, from... paparazzi take photos, you know, from the bushes and shit. Uh, yeah, this is the turtle guy. Get a picture of like a ninja tail. They're like halfway out of the pond. Like with to a me, camera. it's like women who get ass implants. It's like quit being so fucking lazy and just squat. Yeah, just or any to... implants. Like, uh, like I, I'm not lift. a big fan of plastic surgery on a woman, personally. Oh yeah, it's like what? Just lift weights with your mouth. Like you get big lips. Like you don't need to. Use all that filler and pump and all that bullshit. I mean, because then you end up just looking like Michael Jackson. And you got to do all the maintenance. and I just don't get it. I do not get it. Hey, man, that was a serious condition. <laughs> what, was it, what do they call it? Fatidio or something like that? Oh. oh was... What was it? No. 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 He, like, there's a reason why he went from black and he turned white. Yeah, it's an condition. actual. Yeah, it's an actual disease. What do you think that was okay. legit with well, it? I think it's vitiligo. Just erase well, everything I just said. I, I kind of had my suspicions that 
Remember his nose like just melted? Like, I was kind of thinking of the South off. Park episode where he like kept having a with the Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. He wants to play my wishing tree. Ah, <laughs> oh, rest in peace. <laughs> his nose is off. His hands off. That's creepy. Yeah, I don't understand the uh, the desire for cosmetic surgery. Um, I mean, I I guess I can understand the the idea behind hoping to look younger, but you really end up just looking like a Halloween mask. You know, it's it's creepy, right? The worst is um, what's that guy in the in the wrestler? What was his name? Mickey Rourke. Oh, Mickey Rourke. Seen him lately? Yeah, but yeah, but he had his face busted up through boxing. So I think his well, attempt busted up him... in fucking plastic surgery. Now he looks like <clears throat> shit. Oh yeah, no, I saw some side by side photo of like him, and he literally looks like the Michael Myers mask. Yes. Uh, right from, yeah, maybe Halloween four. I can't remember, but creepy. You know. I think we had a we had a question here on Tajiri, right? We do. Yes, former guest. Thank you, ATK's lady. Any of Tajiri kayfabing his English? He did when uh, we interviewed him. By the book. I've been around Tajiri. <laughs> I've been around Tajiri more than probably anybody, and there was no fading of English at all. I don't. Yeah, I always thought he was easy to communicate with. Like, he knew. Right? Yeah. Also, another one of my favorite people to work with. Always very polite, kind, generous, funny guy, funny English. No, Uh, he helped me out in my career more than anybody. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, Paul? <laughs> cool, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, P- Paul helped me out, too. By Put, you over the Put you over a million goddamn times. What? I could, like, I had, like, hey. I had this stroke. Hey. hey, look, guys, there's this guy. He's, uh, he's pretty much actually communicated from the United States. He's not even allowed here legally. We need to bring him in. <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't care what kind of hoops we need to jump through, but Lucha Underground oh, like, no, needs oh, I, him. I here. had my waiver then. All I needed was a work permit. Oh, you should have told me. I would have had you right in, man. Like, God uh, damn it. I heard, well, I heard the amount of money those contracts were for, and then I know how much a work visa costs, so I don't think I was expected. Yeah. I don't think we had any international imports except the guys that were under contract with AAA since it was kind of a you know that was the, oh, the Mexican guys the parent umbrella company was AAA yeah so that's you know plus although I looking back on it a, you know a French Canadian fighter would have really worked well there because it was the closest thing visually to blood sport right. as uh, any other promotion out there any other kind of atmosphere presentation and so to have this this uh international kind of uh champion uh french canadian at that you know there's always that there's always that french canadian or italian guy they usually get killed by bolo pretty early but uh 
No, we would have kept you alive, man. Don't worry. We would have really done some good things with you. Good business. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, on to the next Fifi, question. Fifi would have been a chihuahua, but, you know, right. that's okay. Let's see. <laughs> Thoughts on Jeff Hardy. Should he keep wrestling? Paul, I mean, better he wrestle than drink. Um, I don't, I don't, I think there's obviously a, a, a hunger for him to be on some form of visual medium in terms of wrestling. Um, but is it at the at the expense of him staying uh, in this? lockdown of addiction you know i don't really know what his current addiction status is right now or if he's getting help or mended or you know i don't know what the what the situation is with him i haven't heard or caught anything about him being on uh, tv wrestling since his uh, public arrest so if it means that he's healthy and alive with his family and not a danger to himself or to anybody around him, then like maybe he shouldn't wrestle. He should just stay in the woods in North Carolina with the stalker watching him through the trees and not, not, and just be happy with, you know, the, the massive superstardom that he's created for himself and just kind of enjoy that, you know, like what else is he trying to prove? Um, but if you're, a, you know, uh, a soulless, heartless company that secretly hopes that his death and your reign or just outside for, for a reason related to wrestling for you, if, if that's their intention, then like, oh, yeah, by all means, put them on TV tomorrow, you know? So, um, it's, you know, I like Jeff, and it, it's it's sad to see someone struggle so much with with that kind of situation. So maybe shouldn't be in wrestling, but you know, cause again, even from like a producer standpoint, you're still around the boys. You're still all well, not now. Like what's he going to get addicted to like video games or something? Um, probably not. So what do y'all think? What do you think Renee? Is he, well, does he have anything really else to prove? That well, I think I might've had one conversation with him when he was drunk. Okay, that's probably Pinch probably my how you get how you how you get to know him pretty well, I guess. That's <laughs> no, I I really I mean he seemed like a friendly guy, but we never really talked or anything. So, I mean, is it is it not just an addiction to pain relief, substance, escape, whatever? Is it? Are we also talking about an addiction to the spotlight? You know, mm. an addiction to the the mass adulation of fans. You know, is it is that another addiction? Because I think that's something that we can all fairly relate with when you're on any kind of platform. But is it such that you're ignoring all these other kind of red flags because that's ultimately where you feel your best? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Well. To me, it'd be his brother be more of the guy who'd like... Well, he's clearly addicted to the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can still do this. He's all taped up and bow-legged. <laughs> and, 
you know, hardly doing anything and just walking around like Frankenstein's monster. Um, Dude, I seen a clip where he did a fucking elbow drop and like completely missed the guy. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. <laughs> James, what, what was it? Are you the one that... That was the that fist guy? drop. No, no, it was the elbow drop. Oh, was it? He clearly missed yeah, the guy. The elbow, and his, yeah. his reasoning for that was that, oh, I wanted the referee to hear it or something. And, it was some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's next level shit, man. I mean, my nickname for Matt Hardy is the enabler. <laughs> He enables Jeff's problems. Jeff was okay in WWE by himself. He was getting primed for a main event run against Roman Reigns. Oh, Matt Hardy's not getting over again. Let me let's bring me brother over to try and get me over. Oh yeah, oh shit, he's back on drugs now. I really care about him. I really hope that he uh can get the peace that he needs. You know, I really I'm just a really loving brother. I really care about him. And uh hey, uh buy my shirts and uh watch my match this weekend, uh Friday night dynamite. Uh, but yeah, I love my brother. I just I hope I hope he's I hope he can do good, you know. I mean it just goes to show, you know. One of us is the bad apple and uh, one of us isn't, you know. Uh, but you know, I, I really care about him. I'm a good brother. <laughs> well to be to be hey, when Jeff started like, you know, messing up uh, at the end, they wanted to send him to rehab and Matt convinced Jeff to get himself fired. And join him in AEW. It's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Sound advice. Sound, sound advice. Yeah. I mean, that's that's love. You know? That's a love. Did it ever? Did anyone, James? Like, did anyone ever clarify or not? If because you remember how it all happened was like that live event video got out of Jeff in that tag match, right? And like yeah. they like right on the spot offered to send him to rehab. That was in WWE. Did anyone? But then it came out that he wasn't actually like inebriated at all during that match or something and it was was that the plan like to do that apparently camera, yeah get fired and then wow yeah yeah so he pretended to be it, yeah it's like a weird that? video he like, probably he was fucked up <laughs> that's the thing i don't know like nobody ever really clarified if he was actually impaired or not or if that was a big plan and it worked out to his favor <laughs> well he had those eyes painted on his eyelids so so you never know. It fooled all of us. Yeah, I don't know. Next question. I just, you know, it's like, wouldn't you rather just enjoy the the catalog of work that he's created instead of eventually just reading about him for like the worst possible situation? You know, it's like. Yeah, that's true. Here's another statistic. You know, so. Um, Hold the fort down. I gotta go use the. Bathroom. No. Show's over. <laughs> Close it down. I'll this one's for Paul. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Renee. Pokemon trainer. Thank you. Paul's last Noah match. Tag with Zack Sabre Jr. Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. Zach was incredible. He still is. He's just, he's only gotten better. He was uh, one of my favorite tag partners. Our team name unofficially was the Flying Ligers. Um, yes, Ligers, and uh, yeah, just a real fun guy. Uh, fun guy to get drunk with in Rapungi. He was like taking bumps, like on a like on a taxi, like on the trunk of a taxi, and like just on the sidewalk. And I was like, this guy is fucking wild. He looks like a 
altar boy. You know what I mean? But he's, he's wild. This is fun. This guy's cool. He can go in there and do all the cool technical shit. And I'll just come in for the comeback and lower the energy and the excitement. Uh, <laughs> now I, I had rest actually Brian and I worked Zach and party Marty Skrull back when they were, uh, a regular tag team. I'm trying to remember where that was. Um, might have been in Germany or something. This is like a long time ago. But um, then to see that I was teaming with them at Noah, I thought, okay, that's whew, you know, uh, just a fun guy to be around. And I think his promo skills are very underrated. Um, you know, you believe what he's saying is who this guy is. So um, why he hasn't been scooped up by, you know, one of the two big, big paying uh, companies here. I can only hope it's because he's getting paid a lot more in Japan. And I know that he enjoys that work more, obviously, but I'm sure it's just a matter of time before eventually he um, throws his hat in the, you know, in the, in the thing and becomes a regular on uh, one of the two shows that people watch in the States. It would only make sense, you know? I think he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. He was. Um, he right. was, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the only time I think he's ever done anything, though. But was he on loan? You know what I mean? Um, right, right. He made it decently far. I know he didn't get eliminated, like, first round. It might have – I forget how many rounds. Maybe there was, like, five rounds. But that could also be an agreement if you're on loan mm-hmm. from another company. You know, it's like, well, you can't have our guy losing the first match. And it's like, you know, he has to get far. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's so underrated and – I love that he looks the way that he looks. I mean, he's just, he's like plastic man. Um, but he's, I mean, he's, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody I would rather watch technically. Um, yeah. Cause he really has a charisma to him. That's really unique. So I, I couldn't say enough good things about him. I'm a huge fan of his and he's a, like I said, fun guy. Fun guy. Because <laughs> he's English. Hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, okay, pal? Oh, yeah, you know it is. <laughs> calm down. All right, just calm down. Read the words. All of them. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the speculation when James might do, you know, like James did a an awesome interview with Flash LaRue that I highly recommend anybody watch. If you haven't seen it, it's a great, great interview. And I thought Lashley, like, kudos to you. That's, that was cool. But it's like if, if, if James does an interview by himself, everyone's quick to jump. I'm like, oh, my God, they're weeding him out. You know, he's just yeah. doing like a single interview now. And like Jonah's pushing him out of the way. And like, let's just clarify that we are all on four different time zones here. So obviously there's going to be a lot of scheduling conflicts. If if James is doing an interview with somebody, do yourself a favor and watch it. If Jonah is doing an interview with somebody, just him, do yourself a favor and watch it. Um, if Renee and I are the only two on here, then don't bother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but 
we we're lucky to have a situation like today, like right now, where we can all, yeah. you know, it's like seeing old pals. This is like a first. Uh, all four of us yeah. at once for like two seconds. You were coming, right. and Renee was leaving. Right. He gave me the hot tag. Yeah, it was it yeah. was rough. And he's back. He's back. Everybody, kayfabe, kayfabe. What's up, man? <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. Talking shit again. <laughs> we got Medusa coming on in a couple of weeks. We got the Lanny thing Popo. is, Everybody we can't Popo. look at her. Lanny Pop will be awesome. We'll have it's to, like, for Medusa, we should all turn off our screens. So that none of us turn to stone. Actually, wait. She would have to turn her. She'd have to turn her screen off. Damn it. We'd turn to stone, but nobody would see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Renee's already looking at her. <laughs> Orders here today. Shopify. Get your dupe free shirts. I love Renee's product placement throughout this whole thing. He's like the Canadian Canadian Mac and me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. Place. Lanny Poffo and Medusa. Medusa appears very briefly in Shoot Fighter Two. So, yeah. for those of you who are Shoot Fighter fans, Shoot Fighter One's a lot better. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion, it's way better. Uh, and it's starring two Cobra Kai alums. But uh, yeah, Shoot Fighter a... Two. Shot. Yeah, Bolo's in it, it as well. That's right. She's that's Street right. Fighter she's in Shoot Fighter too. Let's not confuse yeah. Street Fighter. No, Street no, Fighter. that's what she meant. Shoot Fighter too. Yeah, she's in Shoot Fighter it. too. It's like an attraction match, but it's like the two females. Yeah, it's good. I remember it's that. Good. Yeah. So, and you said Lanny Poffo also, uh, the genius is going to be a guest. He's the genius leaping Lanny will be on. That's this. pretty cool. Yeah, I feel that he is one of the originators of the springboard. Believe it or not, Um, yeah. I mean, I've seen footage of him where he's not wearing knee pads, and he does a springboard from the corner, like in the ring, up as if he was going to do a moonsault, and he almost does like the splits on the ropes. I'm just like, holy shit. But he pulls it off and it's just like, oh my God. It's like, that must've been one of the earliest, if not the first springboards yeah. ever. You know what I mean? Much better wrestler than people give him credit for. It's yeah. awesome. Really. Very underrated. Yeah. Right. So stay tuned for those. <laughs> Let's see. JD. Thank you. Have any of you guys heard of the upcoming indie star? <laughs> Hugh Jass. He's <laughs> James. He's been killing it recently. Huge ass. Was oh, a real guy? <laughs> no way. He can't be. I was thinking of the Simpsons. Whoa. Huge okay, ass. I've never, I've, yeah, I've I'm huge ass. I have never heard of huge ass. But I'll be looking Whoa. for him. He's tag team partners. He's tag team partners. Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt. Yeah, are these real? That's his tag team partner. Jesus, <laughs> you've never Ooh. seen Parkies for fuck's sake! <laughs> Come on, Rex. I don't remember Thank it you. that well. God. Colin Delaney. What do you guys think of Colin Delaney? Any stories? I like Colin. I never met him. Really? 
I don't think I can. Colin's a good dude. Picture his face. Yeah. Um, I can picture his action figure just as clearly as I can picture him. But yeah, he's a really good dude. Every time I've shared a locker room with him, and he's like, a, I think one of the Ohio, he's like an Ohio guy. But uh, yeah, I would say he was kind of like the Mikey Ripwreck of that our generation, that generation. I don't really know, but solid guy, solid worker. I can't think of any stories off the top of my head. He was always pretty polite, just quiet, polite guy. But, you know, yeah, sorry, I don't have anything sexy to tell you. Next question. HBK Slazy Eye. Renee, Paul, any Ron Simmons and Shannon Moore stories? Ron Simmons. I always like Ron Simmons. He's funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, Shannon's cool. I remember one time on the UCW brand. Uh, remember Shannon started dating uh, the seamstress, Julie? Oh, yeah. But that, that was Draws's like, ex-fiance, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Draws and Tess were boys. And then when we're all in the ECW brand, I remember Shannon Shannon asked me, hey, man, can you watch over my bag? Because he was scared that Tess was going to do something to his bag. Like put in a tanning bed? Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I yeah, I guess that all makes sense. Um, yeah, I always liked, I always liked, who they ask about Shannon and Ron Simmons? I had yeah. more, much more interaction with Shannon more as we had matches together, and um, yeah. always enjoyed working with him. Also, very easy. Uh, I was always a huge fan of his gear, like the pants that had kind of the flare at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought he had a real, you know. And he was also one of the members of Three Count, you know. Which, yeah. oddly, I was thinking about Three Count. The other day, I was just like, what a genius group. Like, like what a, you know, that's Jimmy Hart creation. Was it? To come up with this, yeah, to come up with this boy band, you know, and J- Jimmy well, Hart was, is That was genius. hard at the time, right? The boys bands, like. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, what a, what a, what an ingenious uh, idea for a faction. And there really weren't that many three-person groups at the time i don't i don't think you know so yeah, dragons um, that's what they feed it with yeah yeah but but that's i think why you always saw them working with each other because it was like we gotta get everybody in there. i don't know but but now it's there's tons of there's trios again i would like to think i guess triple a but then lucha underground helped kind of make trios a, a more common thing I don't really know, but, but yeah, three count was awesome because you know when you looked at boy bands, you always had kind of like the like uh, the, <laughs> they weren't all like good looking guys, right? Like boy band, most boy bands had like like the teen beat looking like the the one that all the girls love. He's the cute one. And then you had like the bad boy, and then you had like the ugly one, but he was still cool because he was vulnerable <laughs> and like you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, like an, an earrings or something. Yeah, so you know when you look at three count, you know you had like 
the sexy like calendar one would have been like Evan Courageous. Evan Courageous, Shannon Moore. Right? Yeah, because Evan Evan Courageous was like, I think he popped up in a few soap operas. But he had that look, you know what I mean? And uh, and then you had the other two guys. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. He remembers the song. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't remember. Hold on my heart. Sing it, James. Wow. (laughs) James, I'll, pay, I'll send you a super chat not to sing ever again. <laughs> yeah, welcome, please. <laughs> I'm interested in this question here. Joseph Morrison, thank you. When you two were in WWE, what is the dumbest reason you ever saw someone get backstage heat for? Signing a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, remember, dude. Okay, so there was this big angle with Taker, right? And where everybody had, it was on SmackDown, and everybody had to feed him, right? And then. No, uh, I think this is a pretty legitimate reason, but go ahead. Okay, so your boy, version uh, one. Yes, I hit that, yeah. Version one, instead of like feeding him, he just like stepped outside the fucking and just powdered. Right, instead of right. Taker. so someone probably Spike um, brought it to the dead man's attention, and he's in catering watching it. Right, and then he watch, sees it, and then he looks at Matt. He goes, "I'm never gonna forget this." No, he was like, "Look at you! Look at you! You look like a fucking Mark! You look like a fucking Mark!" And uh, and then he was getting buried on like every pay per view for like the next whatever some odd months. And then, and then you saw version. Let me lick your ass, um, because I remember being in the Philippines. And we were getting hammered on like some Red Dragon, or I don't even know some sort of local beer in the Philippines. And um, everyone starts forming this powwow around Undertaker, and I remember Matt like. Like, well, Taker was like getting sentimental or something. I'm telling you, well, well, this beer. was in Italy, wasn't it? Or was it Philippines? No, no, this was in Philippines. I remember because I was fucking hammered on this fucking beer. And uh, he was like, well, you know, I just, I I keep thinking, you know, it might be time to, to hang it up soon. And it's like the, the time, whenever I feel like I have to, like the other guy has to slow down and wait on me, that's when I know it'll be time to hang it up. And like Matt cuts him off. He's like, no, no, Taker. You can't. No. No. Everybody raise your glass to Taker. We're keeping this bitch alive for all of us. It was just like, oh my God. Like fucking I would hope you took all the mirrors out of your room. Like, how can you look at yourself, right? Um Meanwhile, fifteen years later, he finally retires. <laughs> well, guys started slowing down, you know. So, right. Uh but yeah, it's just you know, that that was a real clear example of um seeing an, an ass kisser like prime example of an ass kisser where it's like so obvious it's embarrassing yeah. um but to answer the question in terms of actual heat because i thought that was a legitimate reason to give someone heat i mean okay we're all bumping our asses off but you're too cool to 
Like you're too cool and clever to to bump for the franchise guy. Like, oh, like fuck you. Right. Yeah, you're right. You know. Um. So, in terms of heat, I don't know. I I'd have to think about it for a minute. I mean, I, I, you know, I think of like the Matt Striker not wanting to play blackjack with JBL because he was waiting on his food at the at the casino restaurant or something. But but I can also kind of think like the old school mentality of like if a veteran invites you to something more often than not you should say yes, you know, but but for the him to like get his gear thrown out of the locker room and be you know, have to change in a broom closet or whatever, like nah. um but yeah, in terms of I don't know, what the Gemini maybe like drinking one of the 20 Red Bulls in the ice chest and Booker T like kicking it over. <sighs> oh my God. Just so like, that's where you're embarrassed. You're like, this guy, like he doesn't have kids. Does he like Jesus Christ? Um, so yeah. Like, how are they supposed to know? You know, if you go and you bury all your drinks in the ice chest, that's communal for everybody. And someone happens to take one of your 20 Red Bulls, like, can you blame them? Like they didn't know and they were new and, I mean, there's tons of reasons that people would get heat for stupid, stupid things, you know. Um, again, I mean, look at like Renee and I uh, taking comfort in being with a friend and walking along the beach at night because we just wanted to kind of voice our grievances to each other. And then you know, someone catches wind of that and then I'm being cross-examined the next day in the locker room. You're like, what were y'all talking about? Oh, we have a nice romantic walk on the beach, holding the hands. Like, are you, how fucking, how old are you? Are you kidding? Like, just, yeah, so. Oh, he's back. He's back on um, Impact Wrestling now. Stealing yeah. the show with 64,000 viewers. <laughs> I can't believe that show still exists. Oh, they got new deal. But, did keep. they really? Yeah, with uh, Dazen wrestling now. Oh, Dazen. Really? Yeah, oh. New Deal. What's da like the hotel chain? <laughs> what are you talking? Well, what's they Dazen? They do boxing, but they must be doing wrestling now. Dazen. <laughs> uh, isn't that the way you said? Dazen. Okay, okay, James. I think you saying what did uh, what did Dave Meltzer say about it? No, I got a press release from the. <laughs> Management, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's Did legit. It say figures? Did it say money? That's well, not gonna tell me the money, are they? Does this mean that we have access to Impact Stars? Yeah, whatever happened, dude. Like, didn't they say they want to have? Ah, oh, sorry, I forgot to message. Yeah, I was too late to get Eddie Edwards, and uh, they said we might get some next week or something. But that'd be cool. Eddie's great. Yeah, I want Eddie. I want Eddie. But I look at the rest of the roster, no disrespect, there's only so many I want to talk to. I think Sammy would be a good guy to get on as well, Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan, yeah, I like great. him. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring on somebody that I know that I have stories I can talk about, because half those guys, no offense, I just never met them. Did, uh, <laughs> did anyone hear about what just happened on Impact that is actually making some some rounds with Eric Young? Did you watch it, James? Or Oh, when he – him and uh, – He got killed Cody. off. Yeah, Cody yeah. stabbed him. 
Eric Young, he got shanked. Yeah, he actually had like a shank on the table. They were in like an abandoned prison, and and that's the um, <laughs> that's now they didn't actually show the death, but they alluded to the fact that Eric Young is now dead in Impact Wrestling lore. And I think a lot of people are speculating he's going to pop up back in uh, WWE, but or he'll just pop up at Impact as the uh, undead <laughs> as the, the undead, undead Eric Young. Yeah, like I mean. That uh, talk such an unoriginal company. I mean, we killed people off at Lucha Underground. And I'm not yeah. saying that they're copying that, but they're um, that's another company where you wonder, like, okay, I don't think there's any directors here. I don't think there's any like, do they have a writing team or is it just Scott Demore scribbling on a napkin? Like, um, because from any of the skits or vignettes or whatever they're so not good <laughs> and and it just uh, the, the the small experience i had there it just seemed like okay they got all the words okay yeah that was good one take let's 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 move on you know and it, it shows you know it's like a shaky camera i just feel like there's so many things that that could be done simple things that could at least make the backstage stuff more enjoyable and more watchable. Um, but for whatever reason, I mean, I guess they figure we're still around, you know, like we must be doing something right. Uh, Didn't they do a skit where they're like in a party house or some fucking thing? Wrestle house. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so you just you watch that and you think like, how are any of these like there must not be a creative team? This doesn't make any. This is I don't know. Maybe there's an Jimmy audience Jacobs. for it. Jimmy Jacobs still there? Is he with them still? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, is that his brainchild, the Wrestle House? I remember reading a story about talent hated him, not for Wrestle House. Went there the uh, angle where uh, Brian Cage got married and he got invaded by Sammy Callahan and the day of the filming, like, RVD was there and um, Jimmy Jacobs was there and he was trying to wake everyone up. It's like, everyone get up, we need to do this. And there was, like, so much backlash against him because he was trying to get everyone into his shape. Oh. So, he's still there. <laughs> Life support. Doing a hell of a job. Hell of a job. Thank you, champ. Thoughts on Nosemans bringing back NXT, B&G. People the fans could care less about, like Knox on SmackDown. Also, how badly did Orton hate his old theme song? I love the group together questions. Um, anybody have thoughts on NXT black and gold returning, kind of, to what it was? I don't know. Is I'm that so excited. I <laughs> yeah, they, he's slowly bringing back like a lot of people who were released um, with the budget cuts uh, not too long ago. So, and it's a I'm lot waiting of on that phone call. It's got to be it's got to be Renee and I next. Like, with, I'm just it's got to be one of us, you know. Dude, Paul, you know Jesus, right? Aaron Aguilera. Oh yeah, yeah. I speak with them fairly regularly. So, you speak to them still? Yeah, weekly. Like we message each other 
several times throughout the week. Oh, does he give you those so, inspiring, like, um, religious quotes and stuff? Not so much. I think when I stopped selling those, they slowly faded out. I mean, I don't mind. You know, I respect his uh, right. well, anyway, his optimism. I want him on here. I wanted him on here. Oh, like, I could get him. Yeah, what, what happens if WWF calls, man? Yo, yo. I'm like, how long has it been? 20 years? He's got to be. He's pulling your leg. He's pulling your Canadian ham. No, I, um, I really think he wants to. He's, he's going to get that call, man. Well, we're going to ruin it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get him some, on here. I've had some former. Um, NXT stars who I've reached out to for the show and uh, there's one like women's wrestling particularly I won't name her uh, but she's like I'm not doing podcasts at the minute but because I know she's waiting for a phone call because Triple H is bringing back everyone who's been released so she doesn't want to do podcasts because she's thinking Look, there's a chance and we go back good luck to her seriously yeah. goodbye if that's you know so yeah. I'd like to know, like, if they're bringing them back, but they bring them back at a discount. Like, did they get their discount price or what? I don't know. There was like speculation of Braun Strowman that he accepted like a much lesser deal. Now he doesn't really fit in with like the black and gold talk, but the budget cuts talk. And he, uh, they brought him back because I guess they let him go because his contract was like extremely high, like in the millions, and a lot of people. Thought that he returned for something less. He returned for something less. Yeah. Well, he's the dipshit that Millions. fucking picture loaded syringe in the fucking bathroom sink. Millions. What was it? <laughs> yeah, he had a loaded. He had a loaded syringe, man. He takes a selfie and there's a loaded syringe on the fucking. Why? Oh, I didn't see that. And then he's Millions. asking for a hundred grand for an independent appearance. I'm like the choo choo guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Millions. Moron. Anyway. Millions. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Wait, wait, there's, a, there's a second part to this. Uh, how badly did Orton hate his old song? Didn't he originally have CM Punk song, or was that just a one-time? No, that was Nimba Train. Oh, hey, Nimba Train. this song is really shit. Yeah, it's like two weeks, and he hates yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't yeah. know if he hates. I like that song. <laughs> Burn in my light. I liked it as well. <laughs> Like We're just the Max, Jonah. The marks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of those songs all sound very similar. I feel, you know, I don't know. Lot, Was it an actual band? It's, is it a, a mainstream band? The same band as uh, so. Downstate. Y yeah, they do a lot of them. Downstate. That's the name of the band. They've done Sigler. They do Cody's. They do the Miz. Yep. They they do a lot of them. Is that like Jim Johnson's equivalent of three count? <laughs> I think it's as awesome as three count. That's right. Do you guys remember when Tank Abbott joined three count? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's great. <laughs> well, see, Jonah, were you, how old were you when that was going on? Two? He wasn't born. <laughs> I don't think I was. I was born in 98. So. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> You were born the year I started wrestling, Jonah. Yeah. God. God. You Fuck. little Where's bastard. My Where's my cane <laughs> and my prunes? <laughs> They're by your toaster oven. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it was alive when Montreal happened. No, I wasn't. I hear That's about it all in crazy. games. <laughs> That's it. 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah. All right, where's the kids older than you? (laughs) (laughs) Celeb Celeb crush. Crush. Minus. Who is that? Ava. I don't know that. Evil Longoria, does Okay, I'm, with, I'm, I'm let, let me let me hit let me start on this. All right, there was, <laughs> Topanga, there was Topanga from Boy Meets World. Then there was uh, Wendy Cooper from um, The Wonder Years. Okay, all right. Then there was Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that phase. I was around for that phase. Yeah. Remember we went and watched the movie uh, Girl Next Door, and then the next day. Luther Reigns brought the producers to that fucking to the Judgment Day pay per view in L.A. Oh, I don't, I didn't put it together. Those were the producers from the movie, but yeah. that makes sense. That's funny. Yeah, and I was like, this has to be a sign. <laughs> you were sold. I was. Dude, you were sold. She's Canadian too, right? Calgary. Oh, right. he's like Calgary. He's like putting <laughs> camouflage face paint on. I'm like putting on the Stalker. camouflage. I got my Stalker starter kit, dude. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> my flight leaves in a little bit. Yeah. How about you, Paul? Uh, crushes. I, uh, I think I'll just say like the first celebrity crush I think I had was when I was a wee boy, and uh, that was probably Paula Abdul. Oh, yeah. I don't know. She's still I think hot. just, yeah. I think I think part of that was just I was a big fan of her like music videos. They were always, I don't know, like, it's kind of silly to think about it now, but uh, yeah. I I don't know. I I, I don't really fawn over celebrities because I don't know. I had a, Too I busy. Twain. Shania Twain. He's <laughs> also Canadian. Okay, so you're you're, <laughs> you're all about the... so is How that about you, kind of... yeah. Oh man, I feel like James should go first. He's gonna bust out like the list of Jericho. How long have you got? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um, man, I'm I'm in Paul's boat. Probably not not a lot of fame, but mine are all gonna be a little uh more my generation probably yeah, when no, i was in high school it was selena gomez or something <laughs> yeah right yeah when i was in high school the big one was megan fox i remember everyone was over yeah. megan fox yeah um but I, I like miley cyrus i've always been pretty fond of miley myself like in, <laughs> innocent innocent miley cyrus or like we're talking dirty, like dirty whore 2016 miley. onward i think i started okay. with miley cyrus yeah okay you know Talk about a fucking comeback. Her dad, dude. I mean, he. I thought he was going to be right, achy, yeah. breaky heart for the rest of his life. And then he comes out with Old Town Road and just fucking. I'm talking about Billy Ray. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. achy, I breaky heart. Bro- that's him. My brother got named after, by the way. Is it really? Well, Your brother? Billy Ray Cyrus or Billy Ray Valentine from Trading Places. They was going to call him Dean. No, it was Billy Ray Valentine. They was going to call me brother Dean. But then they saw trade in places. So Billy Ray Valentine, so he got Billy Ray. But then Billy Ray Cyrus came out. So my parents tormented him. That's where he got his name from. So his name Billy Ray. Fully I just convinced. Call him Bill. <laughs> Bill's, yeah, Bill. Um, William. Uh, I'm fully convinced that's where Shawn Michaels got his mullet um, look when he turned heel. Because Billy Ray Cyrus had such an epic 
Kentucky waterfall, didn't he? Like that, that, that mullet was something else, like perfectly short kind of on top. Like Sean took it to another level, but he did. Um, they don't, there's not enough talk about the, the glorious mullets in wrestling. I Paul, feel not. do you want to oh, go yes. more with me, Paul? And don't back out like the mustache for the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we're going to fucking commit to this mullet growing operation, let's fucking do it 100% full force. Yeah, I mean, you're you're, you're pretty close. All you have to do is just yeah, business I mean, on top, I'll, and you're I'll good to go. Sides, dude. I'll shave the sides and leave it going. Oh, you're gonna do the rat tail, like the raccoon, the Davy Crockett, or like what are you? What I'm are we talking Lance about here? Storm, fucking ECW. Oh shit, Bull Nakano style. Okay. That's right. Or like Ten nice. Zone style, man. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you're going Blade Runners, Lance Storm. You know, you Was said that- Paul. Blade Runner? No, Thrill Seekers. Thrill Seekers. Blade Runners was like Sting and Warrior, who also had glorious mullets. They did. At the time, so. They sure did. Sorry, Jonah, what were you saying? I was saying there's not enough for mullets, not enough recognition, but there is uh, an Instagram account I actually follow dedicated purely to pictures of wrestlers uh, rocking fanny packs. And there's just. uh, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures of it. It's crazy how how prevalent those are in the world of wrestling. Do you could you either relate to that? Oh yeah, yeah. I used to have this camouflage. Speaking of camouflage, I used to have this big <laughs> this big fanny pack that I got at like a sporting goods store or something. Um, and uh, you know when you go overseas, it makes more sense because. You're liable, you know, likely to be in towns or whatever where there might be pickpockets, and you know, you kind of want your, you don't want to be walking around with all this crap, and so you know, just put it around your fanny pack, put it in your fanny pack, you know, your keys, your hotel key, your wallet, passport, whatever the fuck, you know, it just is easily accessible. And um, so I remember being in England and then in Scotland, but you know, as James will attest. Fanny means pussy in England, so you say bum bag. Uh, <laughs> but you know, see so how these guys go, like, oh, my fanny pack. It's like, uh-huh. um, but yeah, proud of my bum bag. Uh, I never had a leather one like The Rock in that classic photo. Classic. Um, right? We have like the chain and the turtleneck yeah. or something. <laughs> It's like it's like scooped low, so I'm surprised Renee didn't do the fanny pack, bleach jeans tucked into cowboy boots. Um, no, I had the I had the the, the cowboy boots and the belt buckle, right? Yeah, but I never had the fanny pack. I just thought it was too much. I should have though, because as much as I lost shit, I should have kept the fucking. And this is coming from the guy who, when I visited him. Uh, and he gave me a small tour of his upbringing. <laughs> Said, and that's where I went to school, and this is where I went to the gym. And yeah, man, I was that guy who I had my books in one hand, and I'd carry my my bucket of protein in the other hand. I'd go to school like that, and I'm sitting here thinking, 
who carries a bucket of protein to school? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'd carry, a, you'd rather carry a bucket of protein to, yeah. How much protein do you need when it has to have a handle attached yeah. to it? Right. Like, <laughs> um, I was selling it by the gram to the other kids. Oh, so you were like a dealer. Fucking a. Did you ever have a client named Michael Elgin? Um, <laughs> No, but okay, but yeah, but fanny packs are more ridiculous than carrying a tub of GNC. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> see if There's you wore the fanny pack, with, uh, uh, you could thread that through the brush. handle and just like have the bucket of protein hanging off your waist. Yeah, James, childhood <laughs> crushes, Princess Diana. <laughs> It was hot for a second. Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> then she was dead. Um, Elizabeth Hurley and Bedazzled. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Uh, I suppose my first one was Kimberly, Pink Power Ranger. I think for oh, a lot really? of people, that was the first one. Uh, Demi Moore, Jennifer Connelly, Pamela oh. Anderson. How long have we got tonight? Yeah, Jennifer Connelly makes a lot of sense. I saw her in Labyrinth at the theater. That's how Labyrinth was this movie in the 80s. Jonah, uh, oh, very yeah. magical. <laughs> they used to, they, yeah, they used to. There's this thing called uh, cinemas, theaters, where they would show movies and um, tapes. Well, they were actually on these things called film reels, which is like a strip of film over a reel, and it goes into this thing called a projector. And they used to have a guy named the projectionist, and he would play the this, and it would show up on this big screen. It's pretty cool. It was like a yeah a theater, and they would sell popcorn and drinks and candy. That's so retro. Is it is yeah. it like Netflix? Um, no. You really only kind of got one movie. You had to pay kind of well, yeah, yeah. You and your Netflix, you guys, you streamers. <laughs> God damn it. Speaking of, I imagine we've all. All of us have seen the uh, have seen the Teddy Hart documentary. Oh, yeah. wasn't there a question on there about that, dude? Yeah, someone that was going to ask us uh, if we talked about it. Brother, did I? Am I the one that sent it to you, Paul, or did you watch it on your own? No, uh, a buddy of mine watched it. We watched it together, and we just went through all three, just one after the other after Me the too. other. It was like. Yeah. Two in the morning. It was like, it's, we're too hooked. We have to keep watching. Yeah. They should make a sequel. Yeah. I mean, he's taking bookings. I've seen him booked for shows. I know he got so, cancels from one, but then I, somebody, he's booked in New Jersey. And they're yeah. using that, uh, they're using the fact that as seen on Peacock as a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. let's so draw attention to that. Narcissistic, oh, fucking murderer. <laughs> Seriously. Someone said he's been doing a lot of podcasts lately, and someone said, "Should we bring him on the podcast?" You're cool, Renee. You're the boss. <laughs> yeah, he's <a> fellow Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I don't know. Let's ask the fans. I mean, the fans decide ultimately. Do you guys want to see Teddy Hart on the cafe? Hit the like button if you do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of mullets, before I, I used to have a segment on my old podcast, <laughs> that night's wrestling podcast, and we would have mullet of the night. Mike nice. Kyoto's pretty popular, wasn't it? And Sid Justice. Oh yeah. Sid Justice with that glorious pair mullet. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was awesome. Mike Awesome. That was another. We never one. got to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shawn Michaels won it a few times. Oh, Crush, Crush won it with three different gimmicks. Oh yeah, Demolition Crush, Kona Crush, Japanese Empire <laughs> <Sympathizer laughs> Crush. Judging by the comments, I think Teddy Hart. The people want him. Let's. Yes, Teddy would be a killer me. guest. That's yeah, you got down here with me. Yeah, yeah. I'll just try and find some stray cat and bring it on, so we all have cats in our laps during the interview. It sounds fun. We'll get. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that's in my eyes. Yeah, that would be interesting. Here we go. I would Good like night. to get his. I would like to get his thoughts on the. The the fight outside the white trash cafe. Well, not really a fight, but the the takedown, the the embarrassment that he gave a former UFC fighter. <laughs> Anyways, good day, uh, Sally and Profiler. Yeah, good day, boys. Good to see the ground. Oh, the group back together again. Quick question: Would you say Raw and SmackDown of the early two thousands was the best group of young talent WWE ever had at one time? James thinks so. Well, I think 2002 was like the best year. Hey, man, I wasn't there until 2003, so uh, <laughs> can you kind of bump, bump it up a I little bit? I wasn't on TV till 2003, but... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on OBW in 2002, and I, I was really into like watching it every week, and I was still a fan, and I loved, I loved being there in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... In terms of what, like, just overall variety, I guess so. I mean, I still like to think that those are kind of the transition years from very territory-type personalities and gargantuans to more kind of what we have today, even though there were definitely more big, you know, gladiators. Um, we had gargantuans, now we have garganos. That was a good one. I know which one I'd rather take and rather watch. So. Well, you must know him, right? You guys must. Uh... I I've only worked with him one time, and it was in Cleveland, and it was my second show of the day. I had done a show in Pittsburgh earlier in the day, and then drove up to Cleveland to do a night show. And um, unfortunately, that match scarred me, literally. <laughs> what happened? And, please, come on! Are you kidding? A fucking nerd. Um, no, I did a twirling toe, like a twirling house show dive to the outside, and there was a guard. There were guardrails, and one of the hooks on the guardrail, the guardrail oh. one wasn't connected, and my leg went right into one of the hooks. And um, I don't know if you can see it. Damn, I can see it. Yeah. Wow. So it filleted my leg, and there was all this blood pumping out of my ankle. And so we had to drive back to Pittsburgh. And there were no, like, rapid ER, 24-hour ER kind of things on that drive back from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. There's like, literally nothing. And I just was like, I just want to get into an ER. And I ended up going to Walmart and, like, a 24-hour Walmart back when those existed. And uh, just buying a bunch of 
alcohol and um, rubbing alcohol and uh, like gauze and bandages and just did the, the ghetto self self uh, mend. Did That's why it's. Super, did you get super glue? No, I think I think they were all out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that sabu like, uh, but yeah, but you know, it was a fun match. But like, yeah, just one of those guys who I've never, never been impressed with. Um, how small is he? Is he how small is he? Like, well, if you bring up that picture of Kevin Fertig with the lady boy next to him. Uh, that's no, that's Devarian's uh, brother, by the way. Oh, is it? Or his nephew. Okay, who knows? Um, big family. Yeah, he's short. You know, About five three, I think. Yeah, might be borderline. He's five three, five four. He's dwarf. about that. Yeah. So convincing stuff. I keep these super yeah. chats going. People, uh, here we go. Did you guys hear about when Vinny Mac thought Nexus member Michael Tarver was Sheldon Benjamin? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't oh, I seen uh, it was no. Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers. He did a shooter interview, and I guess this Michael Tarver, whoever he is, I never met him. Michael Tarver is cool. He's a good dude. I never met him. So anyway, yeah, he like, raises his yeah. hand to ask a question, and Vince was like, "Excellent question, Sheldon." <laughs> oh, I did hear that. Jesus. <laughs> well, that reminds me of the, can't see without uh, the glasses, right? But it's like it's like, it reminds me of the Casey James story when uh Casey James had been on con under the contract for like close to a year at this point. Him and Aaron Stevens, like Brian right. and I had wrestled them on pay-per-views, right. you know, doing this tag uh tag feud over the, for the titles, right? That nobody gave a shit about. And um, they had Casey James in a dark match with somebody, I can't remember. And Vince walked by and was like, this guy's good. Sign this guy. Sign him. And, like, walked off and was like, what? Like, he's been under contract already for, like, close to a year. (laughs) (laughs) But Michael Tarver's a good dude. Uh, I've met him a few times. Does he still work? No, I don't think that he works, but he's, I mean, he's like pretty successful uh, Christian rapper. Oh. Yeah. So he would be a good guy to get on. I'd love to kind of get his thoughts on that time period and his experiences. Yeah, and Man, you know everybody. You know. Get some people on here, bro. I don't know anybody. Hey, man. I watch UFC. I'll fuck, I'll fuck you up, dude. I mean, I'll... I wish I had you on when I spoke to Ken Shamrock the other week. Oh, God. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. That would have been, Thoughts yeah. Thoughts on Vince's run with the ECW title. I don't think I was there. I think I might have left by then. Legendary. I don't know. I don't remember. What year James was James is legendary, so. Uh, <laughs> I think it was 06, 07. Okay, I was there. I'm yeah, we were there. <laughs> I might have been that that might have caused me to go to rehab. Actually, memorable, <laughs> memorable feud, memorable title run. Oh, is that when he was wearing a bandana and like black jeans? New rag, yeah. Trying to act like a badass. 
Didn't he also like what he was about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Salvatore Martone, thank you. Sam Rockwell spoke of John Cazale uh, oh, yeah. and his influence on actors. What are Paul's thoughts on John Cazale and the impact he had on working actors? I'll be right back. Uh, if people aren't familiar with John Cazale, he was uh, the godfather um, as uh, what was his name? He was kind of the, the fuck up brother um, and he was also in deer hunter great actor like just he was he had this amazing impactful career but he didn't really do that many films and uh fredo freddy he was called fredo yeah exactly fredo, yeah. exactly yeah he was great you know so um i had read somewhere that he was only getting offered those kind of roles and uh, I don't know if that had any. I'm embarrassed. I should know more about his career, but yeah, he's. I'm not surprised that Sam Rockwell brought him up because I imagine you know the actors that come up through New York are the real deal, and you know they either trained at the studio or um, with take your pick of famous acting teachers and coaches, and so. But that's that's uh, I want to I got to look that up because that that must be a pretty fascinating interview. Um, but again, even if people are like, that's not a household name. Um, he was for a short period of time just because, you know, Godfather and Deer Hunter. I mean, these were Godfather more so than Deer Hunter. Deer Hunters, not everyone's cup of tea. I think it's phenomenal film and it's influenced shows and so many other films um you know and so but yeah he was he was great uh that was just such an amazing time for for acting and for films you know you had just uh just almost in its purest form um and i think obviously the truth can be said for any wrestlers today like look back at the wrestlers that came before you and Again, the beauty of YouTube is you can look up just about anybody and it always helps to do your history and at least try to find as much of the stuff before you as you can just to see because you never know what's going to resonate with you. Um, but yeah, John Cazale, that's awesome. It makes me want to look at more of his films now, but again, I don't think he did that many. So, but yeah, obviously Sam Rockwell's my favorite actor. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me. Greats, no greats. You are great. Thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> hey, guys, it's five minutes to Raw. No one's okay. Raw. Next question. <laughs> Let's, we got to speed this up. Uh, Josh Coffey, thank you. Guys, how does someone like Regal get out of a three-year deal like nothing, but with Malachi Black, Tony is making sure he's staying for a five-year contract? How do we know he had a three-year deal? So, so I heard, and uh, footballers have a similar contract. They can sign a contract, but if, for example, a bigger club comes along, they can leave. So some people say, in fact, Rigo kind of had this sort of thing that if 
WWE came calling, he could actually go back. Lots of rumor. I can guarantee you that as soon as he got released, he was on the phone with Hunter, and Hunter said, listen, don't sign anything long-term. You'll be back in short short notice. Yeah. Yeah. Were they were they always close, or is this a new like, – Oh, yeah. There, oh, yeah, because when Regal was in WCW, him and uh, Triple H were um, tag partners, right? Leaplets. Right. Yeah. So they've been they've had a close relationship ever since the early nineties. Was Terra Rising in the Blue Bloods? No. Was he? He was Jean Paul Levac. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was after Terra Rising. Yeah, yeah. And he denies yeah. his French heritage, even though his nose is bigger than mine and his last name <laughs> Levac. I know. It's like yeah. Damn, same initials. There was a girl. I remember there's a girl in my French class that kind of looked like Hunter when he was younger. <laughs> well, smaller well, was, of course. But we used to call it, we used to call her Holly Hurst Humsley. Oh God. <laughs> Where is she now? I don't know. She's cute though. Blonde hair, blue eyed. There's like a picture of Renee up on like on her wall. It's got like a knife through his face. Exactly. <laughs> there's many a uh, my anyway. Oh yeah, Paul, your boy's back. Kendrick's back in WWE was agent for the Shotzi Ronda match at uh, Survivor Series. It was bad. Now everyone hates Ronda. Thoughts? I think people didn't like her beforehand, right? Like she's a controversial character like as well. Like mixed. Isn't yeah. she like she's supposed to be like one of these Sandy Hook truthers and whatever the hell they say? And oh, is she one of those? Yeah. Um, they requested Kendrick to come back and age in the match. Who did? Both of them or just Ronda? Ronda. She requested it. So she's got. So is he there? So is he there full time or is he not? Because I think I saw him on that same show build with Teddy Hart. So it's like whoever that promoter is is all about it. Who's who's Brian is? He's on that. I think on that same show, Teddy Hart in New Jersey. No shit. Yeah, and I think they had the other guy with no chin, whatever that guy that was worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, I think it's just like a cancellation show. Like That's a very show. <laughs> <laughs> the show isn't canceled. That's just what we're calling it. Uh, <laughs> so is he there full time or is it just like a one off between think- conspiracy? People. I think it was like a tryout. Tryout. He doesn't sign first time, but if that's if that's his tryout, he, he ain't getting no contract. Did y'all watch that? I mean, I don't. I, from what I gather, yes. that was the worst. Me and Jonah match. reviewed it. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that match was very. I mean, I I hear like mixed things about the match overall, but there were just a lot of confusing spots. I think is what turned people off. You know, um, obviously, like Shotzi wasn't going to take the belt from Ronda, but. Everything was just extremely like, fu- like finite choreographed type of stuff, and, and it seems to all go wrong. So it was it okay. Was just so not was a good there match. any zombies jumping <laughs> afterwards and eat them? I mean, that's why they're confused. sadly not here. Sh- yeah. Shayna Baszler was outside. That counts. <laughs> oh, she's still there. She looks like a zombie. She's oh, still there. Oh, uh, uh, James' opinion does not reflect those of everyone else. Oh, she'll, she'll, she'll kick my ass easy. 
Yes. But what is what what is what is the booking here where you're going to take someone who's specifically known for their UFC MMA career? You know, I don't I don't think unless you're like a hardcore WWE fan, like is anyone remembering these Ronda pro wrestling matches um, for for the you know for good reasons? No, like they're gonna they obviously they're using her whatever of her name they can still of like, Oh, Oh, I think that was that UFC girl that like got knocked out by Holly home. Um, I watch UFC by the way. Uh, <laughs> but like if, if, if that's how you're still marketing this individual, what is there even a match to be had when she's in there with like a, a, a punk girl who's half her size and, like can it be? Can it look? Tank. Can, can it look? Bro. Okay. Well. Oh well. In that case, she just runs over, blasts her with the tank. I don't get it. I mean, is that no, is that supposed like, to look competitive? I don't know. Well, Brian's got to give it the times. He should have said, "We need some zombies in here to eat them afterwards, and then they can pop up on Raw the next day like nothing happened." Then we'll have a reason for the tank because in the zombie movies they always call the army, but the army shows up at the very end when everything's See? already already solved. Fuck, God, you get it. Paul. You get it. <laughs> That's right. And if you would like a Rene Dupree "Too Tough to Die" T-shirt, oh, signed eight by ten, everybody. That's right. Okay, and next question. He will he will kiss the eight by ten. <laughs> How does The Rock look like the Liver King at fifty? Steroids. <laughs> Me and Renee was in sync for that. Next Renee, question. Yeah. Next question. Here it is. Group consensus. Plenty of kisses. Plenty of kisses <laughs> on Teddy Hart. Did he do it? Um. We'll bring him on the show and more. ask him. He knows more than he lays on. Yeah. That's that it, that's come off that way very much so. Like, why would he say that he barely knew this girl and they didn't have a relationship when there was like all this video proof of the other one? He has know? her fucking passport. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I don't, I don't think those those guys in Florida and Orlando at that questionable wrestling school. I don't think that they're innocent either obviously i think there's a we're taking this to our grave um if i had to guess a pact like that that was made between several individuals um but that's part of what made that documentary so fascinating was that it was presented in such a way that sadly you think about it it's like she i mean she, i don't know was she kidnapped when she left the jail and you know that's true. Florida doesn't have the most. There's a lot of questionable characters. Well, like there are anywhere, but Florida in particular has a lot of. It's when that Samantha Fiddler's sister called the Florida authorities and she's like, the Florida police made it very clear they don't like Canadians. Like, yeah. She's here, like, my sister's missing. We're, and we don't like it. Like, that. And the other thing that popped up was when they showed a clip of two guys wrestling, how shitty their lockup was. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Only you're like... <laughs> it was the fucking worst lockup I've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> not looking good, boys. Not looking good at all. <laughs> looking shitty, boys. Looking real shitty. That's going to be our next T-shirt. Well, if you want to look good, buy this T-shirt. Right here, boys. It's right here. Right there. <laughs> Paul mentioned Benoit liked magic. Can't imagine. What? Did I say that? When did I say that? I didn't. I don't like try to Magic the Gathering or uh, like a peer. I don't remember. That's interesting. I mean, he was Say like definitely. I did I say that? I don't know that I remember saying Benoit likes video games. I don't I think don't... I ever said that. Yeah. I mean, I he, if you I like could popping, see him. You like cool. popping guys' zits, though. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. big on that. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Um, I could see him being a fan of magic from the illusion standpoint because he was so about maintaining the illusion with your work, you know. Um, so I could see him, you know, I think it's like, like, like a lot of us where anything that is going to make you really mark out or buy into something as a work is engaging, you know? Uh, so, which is why I can't watch a lot of the wrestling currently. It just, uh, like he just, just raw, raw is on right now, boys. Is that you saying you want to wrap this up? No. So <laughs> no, we got Mark out. super chats, though. I got, I can't. <laughs> Johnny Gargano is going to be on, boys. Fuck. We, oh, we, shit. We I'm, I'm going to go right now, then. I'm out of here. <laughs> we should do a watch along one night. God. We should. We should. We yeah, should. yeah. Let's, stone, Paul. Like, really, yeah, let's, really high. Let's line that up, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll circle that one on the calendar. James, you, you take this super chat here. Shame you haven't heard of him. Perhaps you've seen his tag partner, <laughs> La Janus, <laughs> doing well and the victory over Yuri Nata. Urinate, oh, Urinator recently. <laughs> Urinator. Larginus? La Janus. La Janus. These are good. Dude, I want to start a promotion and use these names. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's some indie companies out there what uses them names. I'm sure. Uh, hi, guys. Molina really have as much heat backstage as people say. It feels like not many wrestlers have a bad word to say about her nowadays. I mean, it was definitely, yeah. Didn't she get heat when she was banging uh, Big Dave? I don't know that. I don't really know. I mean, I tried to stay out of any of like the drama, whatever, until we got like pulled into these wrestler courts and stuff, kind of against our own admission. But like, yeah. So, and I still, I remember they had her on the the stand in this ballroom at like three in the morning, and I still can't even quite remember what it was for or what it was about. Um, but you know, it's just that's an environment where everyone's gonna smile and hey brother oh family you know this kind of bullshit then everyone's 
got something to say about everybody and it's very high school at least it was in that regard so um i certainly i never had any heat with her i was always you know it was always pleasant uh and you know encounters and conversations and experiences um but yeah i know she did have a lot of heat at one time but i can't really elaborate on it because I still don't even know why the fuck I got pulled into that wrestler core bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, people seem to say nice things about her. I mean, she's like oh. a figurehead of that diva movement, you know? Like, she was doing a unique... She had a very unique entrance and, you know, was has she her... screaming, though? Like, Daphne for a little bit? She'd always be screaming. That was annoying. I think so. God, I hated that shit. I know we used that as a spot in our match with them where we went up. When we won the tag belts off of them, I had a uh, like a drop salt into a pin right by the ropes in which we devised a spot where the ref's count would be broken up by her screaming in his ear from the floor. So other than that, I mean, that's taking something and using it so that it has some value to it. But I don't remember her as much of like a screamer. Was it for a little bit? I guess it was. Must have been. I don't know. I, I remember that, yeah. So. I was going to make a joke. I was going to get me canceled, so I won't say it. <laughs> I feel like I saw your joke coming from like a mile away to James as soon as he said that. <laughs> And you're already canceled. So uh, hang up the headset, turn up your screen. Uh, you're done. They, you're they done. Won't cancel done. Me just to cancel me you're again. Done. Done. <laughs> you're done. No more UFC for you. You're out of here, pal. Okay. Not looking it's good. Fun. Not looking good at all. No. Kiss me, Randy. You're you're taking on deathmatch wrestling. Everyone's saying, oh, I Paul, Renee. Paul, Paul, tell him about that because uh, you went to that. Uh, XPW show in California it was Deathmatch Wrestling, right? Tell them all about that. I went. I was invited. I went to check it out. Actually, I was asked if I wanted to be on the show, and I politely declined. Um, uh, here's here's okay. I had never witnessed Deathmatch Wrestling before. I mean, I know of it. I have friends that have done it, um, but I'd never seen it live. There, there is some fascination to it, I, in my opinion, because you're sitting here and thinking, this is, this is kind of like a live stunt show, you know, like these, oh my god, like you want to, you want to believe something hurt, like you're watching a giant gash on someone's back and it's bleeding, like there's no real way to fake that, uh, or there's pin, you know, I think the thing is like now the deathmatch spot that's completely overused is the the spikes in the head getting hammered in and they just well, stick in the, the skewers. Them. Yeah, so the syringe yeah, so yeah, so we're we're watching this match. This friend of mine who I went with and we're watching this match and this 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 young wrestler gets this syringe through his cheek and they're squirting something out of it and like to me that's just like you know, I'm a fan of horror films, so it's like, holy shit, like, that's, fuck, like, you're cringing watching all these different things. 
but here's you know the way I look at deathmatch wrestling is if I was booking deathmatch show I would want ideally for each match it's like saw you know you kind of want each scene to be different in terms of how these people die you know it's like if everybody gets a saw blade in the neck in every scene it loses its importance i feel like you just kind of like, okay we've already seen that so every match had bundles of light tubes and so you're still every time you get the light tube smashed across somebody's head or face or back or something you're just like oh fuck but again it was just like light tubes light tubes light tubes light tubes whereas i think it would kind of make sense to to say okay this match has light tubes nails and a staple gun nobody else can use those this match has i don't know lobsters scorpions and a bull whip or something. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? But like, you would want every match to be different. And, um, so were they doing just, a lot of the same shit every match? Yeah, there was some variation throughout, but for the most part, everyone had these bundles of light tubes, um, panes of glass that people were getting thrown into. And another you thing said I thought there was a capacity crowd of about 100. It might have been more than that, maybe 150. I mean, it was, it, it's a cool, yeah, it was, it's a cool little venue, but I, it just, I would want, I would want to, you know, it's like if you're going to see a, a, a vaudeville show or a variety act or something, you want every act to kind of be progressively more and more and more and more. So it's tough to start a show off with a bunch of shotgun blasts and decapitations and all this kind of stuff. And then it's kind of like, where do you go from here? You know? And, uh, yeah, the syringe spot really stuck out to me because that was the only time it was done. Uh, but the other thing I thought was interesting was after every match, they were trying to sweep up the, the mat, you know, and I thought, fuck, like, there's no way they're going <laughs> to, you need like a, a Japanese vacuum or something to, to get this thing even remotely clean. But they were sweeping it all under you know off the ring and they were holding up the apron i thought okay there must be trash bags underneath the aprons we're like nope they're just sweeping it out onto the ground so progressively after each match a pile of broken light tube glass would just increase on the outside around all sides of the ring i just thought fuck like this is this mat must be 80 percent hepatitis and 20 percent canvas at this point um <laughs> it was so overall it was you had a great experience. It was yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad I wasn't anywhere near that. I was on this upper balcony. And I think that's the thing. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but neon tubes have like a powder or like a neon dust yeah. or something. Yeah. And and it was waft it was like wafting into the front row after every wow. light tube black. People were like, yeah, they're like all this all this <laughs> neon dust. I'm just like, oh fuck. Yeah, and if you're pieces of glass. You die, right? That's the way like to go, that. man. That's the way to go, dude. <laughs> hardcore. Hardcore. Hardcore, buddy. <laughs> pieces of glass flying into the crowd. I think it flew into like this guy's chicken fingers plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. He was like eating them, and then the glass flew into his plate. He just kind of like pushed it. Over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those guys are maniacs, chewing on light tubes and shit. I'm just like, oh my god. That's crazy. It's crazy to me that 
David Arquette did a death match and like nearly yep. to me that's just so nuts. Like what are you thinking? <laughs> in the artery in his, like, yeah, like his jugular, right? Yeah. He's hardcore, so, and you know what? He watches UFC. Um, big time. Yeah. But that's a hey, different yeah. We've crazy actually show. Held, we've actually held our audience. They're not watching Raw, they'd rather watch us. Thank you. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Scissor me, Daddy. Go to war. That's it. Chew on light tubes. <laughs> What's the next question? We've got the Dark Knight. Thank you. I saw Bubba Ray's weight loss that Jonah mentioned. He now looks like Alex Jones. <laughs> pick with him. <laughs> and Stone Cold and show it. Jonah blew back on. Let me see. I think because I saw the super chat, I tried to have a picture. I don't know if this is the one he's talking about on the Stone Cold show. Um, this is about – no, this is pretty long ago. Maybe during the weight loss, but – Oh my God, he does look it's like Alex Jones. Holy that is Alex Jones. Look at Stone Cold, that sweet little face. Jesus, a little smile. God, but what he looks like now, though, I could show you what he looks like on Impact. No, it's okay. No, we don't want to see. No, you at all. <laughs> uh, that was enough. Alex Jones yeah, was enough. Probably a nightmare. Imagine tonight. that a couple pounds less. Yeah. I'll wake a couple up pounds. Stabbing the uh, Okay. All right, we got Ric Flair's last doobie. Love it. Favorite gimmick that didn't really go anywhere. Uh, one that comes to mind for me is Bruce Beefcake as the Zodiac in WCW Dungeon of Doom 95. Fuck, what about the Booty Man? That was awesome. I was stuff. about to say, the Booty Man... What was the big mummy? The Yeti? That the didn't, did that go anywhere? Yeah, Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. What about uh, Bruce, Bruce Beefcake as the disciple? That's when he looked his best ever. Was that when he was like a biker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was shredded. Okay. And then he got back on the road with Hogan, started drinking beer, and got fat again. Oh, man. He was ripped. You know an angle I really wish would have continued on was Chuck Norris in WWF during uh Survivor Series. Oh, and, and he was he, protecting uh Undertaker's casket. Yeah, and he gave Jeff Jarrett that sidekick. I was yeah. like, this is bad. I would rather watch this and all this. this is awesome. Well you know so, Chuck Norris could have been in the UFC. Chuck Norris is a way better Martial artist and badass, and people give him credit for. I think um, yeah, he's a fucking Texas Ranger. That's right. That's right. Lone Wolf McQuaid. It's his best movie, my opinion. And it was the inspiration for Walker Texas Ranger. So, no, no storylines for you guys. Am I the only one to answer that? Like a jackass. Hold <laughs> you. Hold you. with the booty okay, girl. Yeah. Who was the, who was the booty girl? Was that Kimberly? Kimberly. No, Kimberly. It was. Oh wow! Kimberly. I'm just trying to think of some. Like I was a big fan of Kona Crush. Shame that didn't yeah. go bigger. But was that something due to like legal issues? Because remember, there was that time that he got busted in Hawaii for like tons oh, of illegal far firearms. But he had a lot of like illegal oh, firearms. He had, like machine guns, steroids. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's what then turned into like the jailbird gimmick. Yeah, and they brought that's in why. Clarence Mason as his, right. as his attorney. And that might have been the only non-mulleted Brian Adams. I'm trying to think. Because he, he had the braids. No, he had braids. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That original but, Nation of Domination was great. When they had, like, you know, Farouk, Crush, PG-13. I loved that oh, nation. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That was the original nation, huh? Yeah, and we Savio. Should get, we should get Jamie Dundee on here. Oh, that'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. I was yeah. a big PG-13 fan, man. Those guys were... If he's not incarcerated. <laughs> we should have Jamie Dundee and Teddy Hart at the promises. same time. <laughs> yeah. People in the chat, would you like to see a Jamie Dundee, Teddy Hart uh, conversation on the cafe? That would be great. <laughs> Was it just one answer? That would be great. Done. We'll do it. <laughs> Everybody's saying yes. Okay. It's happening, man. Did... Did any of the competition wrestlers, Tough Enough Diva Search, care about the business besides Nitro? Would Shield be stars if they debuted in your era? Josh Matthews cared, didn't they? Yeah, I thought so. I thought he was a pretty good wrestler, too. I saw him at um, XWF, another Jimmy Hart creation, uh, short, short-lived. And he was wrestling uh, against Quick Kick, who was Loki. Yeah, I thought I would have thought Maven as well, maybe. Um, uh, I can't remember. Capitelli was. Capitelli. Yeah, I mean, he was a football guy, but he loved it. Who else? Matt Morgan stuck with it. Yeah. But what was he? Was that his first goal? Was that his first love? Was that his first? Not saying that all these guys, like, you know, I, they grow up watching it. I really like Matt, but you want to hear a story about him in Japan? Sure. So, and Matt, don't hate me. This is this is what I heard, and so and I don't show. blame him. I blame his teaching and the lack of knowledge of going overseas working for a Japanese company. Anyway, he was in all Japan, right? And you know Kensuke, right? Power Warrior. Like he was the first, the first grand champion, like New Japan, IG, uh, IWGP, All Japan Triple Crown, Noah GHC, the first guy to ever do like all three of them, right? So he's he's working with Kensuke and he's saying he's too small. He's too small for me to bump around for. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, he's lucky he didn't get the living shit kicked out of him over there, buddy. One of my favorite Matt Morgan stories is uh, Matt, if you're watching, you know, this is true. Um, do you remember Wavel Star? Fucking A. Yeah, good old Wavel. Boy, he's, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's from uh, Regina, I believe. Um, Regina, James. And um, <laughs> yeah, he a uh, Native American gimmick. Great dude, but he had made his way down to Louisville, not under contract, just in hopes of getting a deal, you know. 
but he was always there training with us and just a great guy. And um, so one morning, uh, Rip was like, Wavel, Matt, Morgan, get in there. I think, you know, he would do these random, like, have guys go for like an hour somewhere early on in this practice match. Matt knocked Wavel out, like, not out cold, but there was nobody home, you know. And Wavel was like trying to fight back in the corner, and he was just throwing like the weakest strikes because he was fucking out. And they were like, "Stop, stop, 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 stop!" And they stopped the match. And uh, I just remember Matt going up to Wavel and was like, "Tell him that you fucked up. Tell him that this was your fault. You fucked up. I'm the one with the contract, not you. So you got to tell them that this is your fault. You fucked up." And I was just like, "Oh, what the what?" <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, and it was just like Jesus Christ. Like, uh, I was I rode with Matt when. He also got sent to the um, ER by working like he were he did a show with Bob, and I think Bob clotheslined him over the top rope and knocked him out. Right, knocked him out. Yeah, and I was uh, I I get stuck with all these guys that get have to take him to the ER after <laughs> were you with me when bob decided to kick my head in i think you were of was course i was he must have kicked you so hard you don't remember yeah it was just me um, was Aaron not there Jesus. no he wasn't he might have been but he wasn't riding with us yeah syracuse hospital syracuse university hospital yeah thanks again for being there for me pal and yeah, you know who was with me when i got my teeth knocked out fucking spanky brian wasn't that in a match with him? It was a practice match in Cincinnati. I would hope he'd go with you. That'd be a... <laughs> God. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. <laughs> hey, I just want to say. Looking real good. That's right. Oh, yeah. Hey, James, are you okay? You're, like, looking over. Are you bored, buddy? Am I not entertaining enough for you? No, sorry. sorry. Somebody just took me attention. <laughs> oh, you're watching Raw, aren't you? Or are you watching Raw? <laughs> no, He's playing video games. Oh, so, playing video games. Gee. So, so oh, guess what I tried out last night? I told Paul, you know, the VR headsets? Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. I got it from the kids for Christmas. I, I uh, set it up last night. Honestly, it was like I was in the world of me. I'm looking up. I looked up and I could see a fucking moon. <laughs> it was amazing. So wait, hold on. Back up. So you got this gift for your kids? For, so you were testing it out to make sure you didn't have to return it? Or oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's for the kids. But no, I tried it last night. And honestly, it's just amazing. Like, you put it on and it's literally like you're in another world. It's unreal. I thought you were going to say, you know what? No, honestly, I'm not going to give it to them. I'm keeping it for myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They could get so a you didn't take shirt. You can yeah. actually watch YouTube on it, and so I put like Blink One Eighty Two on, and it's like you're staring oh, at a wow. big cinema screen. And I'm looking around; you can see like one part of the picture, the other part of the picture. Honestly, it's amazing. With that being said, let's finish this super chats because I got some UFC to watch, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got some video games to play. Yeah, 
Any my, thoughts on my new AJ? my new Twitch stream? AJ, AJ, uh, AJ is great. AJ, very talented. Next question. I love AJ, man. We had some of our best matches together. Paul, good dude, good old country boy. <laughs> okay, we talked about this one already. It's yeah, not. Is it said in stone that he's there? <laughs> or was it just a tryout? Like, pay attention, I know he's AJ. on that alumni page. Yeah, yeah, pay attention. Well, actually, in his defense, that was sent like an hour ago because we're fucking, we're not blowing through these fast enough. That's right. Rapid, rapid he's probably rapid. watching Raw or UFC right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krogan, thank you, Johnny Gargano. He better change his name to Johnny O. Again. Oh, we can't <laughs> say can't that on the cafe, know. buddy. You're going to get us canceled. Oh, <sighs> uh, Mr. Kr- yeah, all the T-shirts were sent out today, but hey, man, if you want some more, just uh, we got plenty. I got a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, looking real good. Looking real good. What is the worst storyline Renee and Paul are involved in? And did Renee and Paul turn down any bad creative ideas? Uh, the one that me and Paul were involved together. Um... <laughs> I did turn down an idea with Brian and I, but I think it was just a joke um, from this uh, creepy writer who has been mentioned before, but not worth mentioning again. Oh, where he where awesome. he wanted to yeah where he wanted to he thought Brian and I should be spanky and smoking Joe what? and uh, yeah and he thought after the match we could say you just got spanked and I would come in and be like and you just got smoked and we were like that is dog shit like go kill yourself right now please we'll help you. Um, so that was that was very early on during the uh, looking good boys time (laughs) so yeah actually probably why that was one of the early yeah that's probably why I never got anything pitched to me again they're like he didn't like my smoking Joe fuck this guy no no, I'm not writing for him anymore no no Mr. Krogan, when I was in high school, there was a girl with the last name Catones. Paul knows Spanish, so he gets it. We all had fun with the last name. Okay, smart me up. I can't. We can't. We can't. uh, We don't want to get canceled. Is that dirty? So dirty that uh, you might like it. I'm going to Google Translate it so I can pop. What do you guys think of the current independent wrestling scene? Is Paul interested in working in a promotion like GCW or PWG? Yeah, Paul. I've worked for PWG <laughs> before. I've held their tag titles. Um, PWG, like their environment changed. They used to be in Reseda at a little like Knights of Columbus or Viking Hall or whatever. Um, VFW, one of these, you know, that's since been torn down and turned into apartments. And now they wrestle, I think, at like the Globe Theater in downtown LA, which is like this big theater with balconies and stuff. And it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't. I'm sure the the matches and stuff are still crazy and a thousand false finishes and whatever. But there's something about when you change a venue like that, um, the atmosphere changes. And I, I haven't seen anything, just clips of them in this new big hall 
and it just you lose that intimacy. I think um, GCW. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really that familiar with their stuff. Um, I don't know. There, there just isn't a whole lot of current wrestling that does it for me. I know I've said this before. I feel like I'm repeating myself. So try to pay attention. A lot of this shit is bad and stupid. And I don't like it because there's no selling and people don't believe what they're doing. And it's just nonstop memorization. So I'd rather watch a Michael Bay movie or something where at least I know there's going to be high production value and, yeah, you know what I mean. So I just Lincoln Park at the end. <laughs> what? Lincoln Park's at the end of every film he makes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's nothing to take away from the the workers or whatever. They're all you know they're good performers or whatever. But there's just where I am now. I just I want to I want to believe what I'm seeing might have some credibility to it. I want to. A lot of it just seems very generic. A lot of people wearing the same stuff. What is with all these girls wearing these this garter belt style leg strap thing? Like every girl oh, seems yeah. to have this leg straps. And like, yeah. you know, it's like, what the, like, don't you want to look different? Like, why do you want to look like everybody else? It's high school, bro. I guess, you know, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hated high school. But yeah, because everyone was like, there's that guy with the protein jug. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> he needs to have a Canadian fanny pack like us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. All right. All right. Another magic. Uh, Paul said Benoit liked magic, the gathering with Brian Kendrick in one of the two interviews they did, stated something about sand castles. This is. I- Okay, so you're pulling receipts on me now. Uh, He's really, yeah. <laughs> they that might have been Brian saying that. Maybe we were joking or something. Maybe you were really, really high. We might have been. We might very likely. <laughs> we <I> watched it. <laughs> we were drunk. They only gave us one blunt for that interview. They're like, don't worry, we're gonna have you fucking blazed. <laughs> and like that one blunt finished in like ten minutes. I'm just like, God, it's like two more hours of this shit. Like, where's the weed? They're like, we got plenty of beer. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Goddamn hillbillies. Um, sure. He likes Magic the Gathering and Sandcastles. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe that's what his kids played. I don't know. I don't remember that. So CTE. CTE. For me, not him. For me, because I can't remember this shit. I don't know anybody that likes Magic the Gathering. God damn. I'm with you, buddy, with the CTE. Yeah. <laughs> this is for Renee, or everyone, I guess, but Renee, thoughts on La Resistance beating RVD and Kane in five minutes. Oh, that for the pay-per-view. We had 10, and then in the second we went through the curtains, they cut it to five. So that's the story on that. Wow. That happens. Yeah. They'll cut your time on you. <sighs> That happens a lot. <laughs> it does. Jonah, okay. Thank you, Jonah. Hey, Paul, I don't know if you remember me, but we spoke together <laughs> at IPWUK shows you're the coolest person I've burned with. I believe you said you no longer smoke. 
how hard was it for you? Any advice? I'll be right back. I feel my I do remember you, Jonah, and I always enjoyed uh, burning with you. I think we had more than one time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I can't, I don't know. I can't say that I've quit full time. I'm just not nearly of the, uh, <laughs> James is losing it. Yeah, James. I, <laughs> You know, I think like with anything, the more consciously aware you are, if you feel like you're abusing something or using it a lot, uh, it's that's the first step in at least helping be aware of it. And then, then you can kind of decide on the spot whether you want to continue abusing it or not. Some things are obviously more addictive than others, but... Um, it all starts with conscious awareness, self-awareness too. So and sometimes priorities, you know, just change. Um, you know, you can't have James getting blazed before he goes I've to got work. Code, or... everyone. Everyone's thinking that I'm doing cocaine. I've got a code. <laughs> yeah. He also has a toaster oven. Toaster oven. No, I'm not left. doing narcotics, you fucking dickhead. No, they're accusing me tonight, Renee. Yeah, <laughs> James is hey, doing a little skiing. <laughs> yeah, hitting the slopes. Okay, let's get through these super chats. My battery's dying, boys. Yeah, same here. All right, thanks for the good vibes <laughs> as always. Y'all lift my spirits. Anyways, uh, how big is Big Dave? That's Melina. Soft. Why would I? How the fuck would I know? Off the top of God, head. muscular man. The steroids, though, so shrivels up. What? It's a rumor. <laughs> your penis. It makes your penis bigger. Yeah. Zendeja. Hey, Renee. Thoughts Zendesha. on current day AJ's DW? Um, I'd be lying to you if I really catch up with it, but I know Tajiri's the trainer there now, so they're in good hands as far as a new generation of wrestlers because Tajiri's an awesome, awesome trainer. Uh, and majority of the guys are the Wrestle One crew. And uh, they're really good. Uh, one of their, I don't know if he's still a tag champion, but um, Kodama, who is a guy, he stayed with me for six months. In Canada, when I ran tours and stuff and got him booked all over Canada, he's Tajiri's top young boy. Looks just like him, but a way better physique. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's an amazing, amazing wrestler. And I don't know, I really like uh, I like all Japanese promotions. So, is hustle uh, is hustle still around or DDT uh, or those still? Or DDT. DDT? What about DDT? Yeah, they're still there. Oh shit. I told you about that when Noah and DDT had that joint show. And uh one of the young boys, Nakajima well not young boys, he's actually uh top guys. Nakajima slapped the shit out of one of the DDT young boys. Oh wow. Knocked him what out. What was it for? Grabbing him? I think they were. He was testing him in the ring, and then oh, okay. uh, Nakajima slapped him and knocked him the fuck out. He was like completely just out. stiff, stiffed up, and everything. Yeah, yeah, 
And then, they, then uh, Junakiyama and Nakajima was guarding it backstage, and it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. God. Uh, but yes, less, ladies and gentlemen, it does get real. Wrestling gets real more often than not. A great segue. What do you guys think of Jericho saying pro wrestling should be in the Olympics compared to gymnastics, figure skating, ridiculous, or could it be done? I think Jericho has uh, lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. I think the aliens probed his ass and his brain <laughs> and found there was nothing in there. They're like, oh, my God. Why do we pick oh. up this specimen and throw it back? Throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're caught up. Was, we're That's caught cool. up. Yeah, okay. we're there. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, Raw, right, boys. Raw. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta go yeah, watch right. Raw and some UFC. And uh, uh, what's this? Barry <laughs> just said, said so if I can do anything for graphics, I can put anything on your merch. Everything is possible for designs. You guys need free, free. work. Well, that's, that, that's what I like right there, pal. Free. Nice. Free I like that. Okay. Jonathan well. Patrick Maslick Jr. comes in with the final advertisement over. Oh, Renee's going to beat him with his product placement. I have three. That's a very cool. And I want to I get out of. Yeah. So here we go, boys. Go to the shop. What? Oh, Gerardo, what's up? Have a great night, Gerardo. And your stuff was sent today. So you're going to be having it real soon. He's like, where the hell is it? Hey, wait, show your shirt again. What is, what is, are you made it, like, are you in Predator, like, Invisible Predator? Are you form? familiar with the Ramones? Vaguely, yeah, sort okay, of. Well, I love the Ramones, and they have an album called Too Tough to Die, and yes, I copied it. Oh, so you're supposed to look like Captain Planet or something, or like, where I'm trying to. I am Captain Planet. <laughs> All of it. All of the planets. All of them. Okay. God. Okay. So it's, I want to thank everybody. Fun. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Paul, it's been Wait. a pleasure. Uh, this in Thursday. the beginning. <laughs> Renee, Renee, in the beginning, somebody said they did French tickler in a mosh pit. And I actually have that video before we okay. sign off. Okay. Before oh, we nice. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's Download Festival in the UK. That's funny. Oh, thank God, that is so cool. You're making it. He was kind of on the outskirts of the mosh pit. I would be interested to see if he was yeah, in the yeah, heart of the right. beast. That's not good enough. I want to see gotta, inside the fucking mosh pit. Yeah, you got to be using that to like clear people out. Yeah. yeah. And I want to see you with one of my shirts on. Yeah. One of my face shirts on, buddy. That was cool, though. That was really funny. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> okay, guys. This Thursday, Lanny Poffo live on the cafe. And Paul, you have any announcements? Nope. Are you good to go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are going to be putting out our video here shortly. Thank you to all the people who've signed on for Cinemarks. James and I, we're going to be talking about uh, genre cinema, our favorite movies, movies that we mark out for. So, um, Stay tuned. We'll have a uh, intro video shortly. Thank you for your patience. And yeah, Cinemark's coming after you. Yeah, it's looking good. And we got uh, looking real good. It's looking Med real good. Medusa next Thursday yeah. on the fifteenth. Kenny Bowler. And uh, right. what else we got? 
22nd, Bowling. Yeah. Okay, and we got some more. We got some more Ruthless Aggression Era Stars booked in, ready to go. And uh, it's looking good, boys. Really good. And um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll Thanks, see you guys, guys on Thursday. Bonsoir, mes amis. A bientôt. Bye bye. Yeah, what he said. Bye, everybody. <laughs> see you guys. Lots of fun.